Radio's channel for Coleman County Sports. Tonight's broadcast will begin in about one minute and 30 seconds. The Coleman Community Radio's Coleman County Sports Channel. Tonight's broadcast will begin in about one minute. The Coleman Community Radio's online channel for sports in Coleman County. Tonight's broadcast will begin in about 30 seconds. an exclusive presentation of the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. First and 10 for the 14. Here's Jones. 10, 5, still running. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders. Charlie O'Neill around the right side. Cuts it. 45, 50. O'Neill at the field. High snap. They get it down. He cuts and blocks it. He cuts and blocks the extra point. Looking left is Wiley in the end zone for Malin. Did he make the catch? Yes, he did. He did. What a catch again from Tucker Malin. Raiders. It's fourth down and six Raiders. Diamond formation. Receivers either side. Here's Wiley looking downfield. Going for Cone. Nice what play. a great catch by Tyler Cone at the 15-yard line. Here's Tinsley. Rolling to his right. We get him under pressure. We sack him in the backfield. Landon Bagwell. Landon Bagwell with the sack. Power eye. Jude Johnson's the fullback. <laughs> Russ Wooten's the tailback. He takes a handoff behind Jude. Wooten to the five. <laughs> boy. It's going to go to Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging, and powered by Coleman Community Radio, Coleman's Live 95. In a world where destiny hangs by a thread, where dreams are built and shattered on the hallowed grounds of a football field, two teams stand on the brink of desperation, their hopes teetering on the edge of oblivion. Tonight, we stand at a crossroads. The playoffs are within our grasp. 
but our backs are against the wall. We've faced adversity before, but tonight we will rise above it. It's not about the past, but the future, and it begins right here, right now. It's not just a game. It's a fight for survival. The playoffs are our destiny, and destiny is earned, not given. Tonight, under the Friday Night Lights, they don't just play for victory. They play for their dreams. They play for the local fans who've stood with them through thick and thin and for the promise of a chance to etch their names into the annals of football glory. Ladies and gentlemen, fasten your seatbelts for the battle is about to begin. In the crucible of sweat and spirit, the Good Hope Raiders and the Etowah Blue Devils fight not just for a win, but for a chance to keep their playoff hopes burning bright. It's a battle of dreams versus desperation. A showdown for the ages on Friday Night Live on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. Friday Night Live is brought to you in part by Cyber Broadband, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer of State Farm, Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Automotive Service, Budget Blinds, H&S Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, Paul McDonald Trucking, Coleman Electric Co-op, Coleman Appliance Repair, Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, Denton Seamless Gutters, Zaxby's, Rock and Roll Sushi, and my team, the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. Hello again, everybody. I'm Tommy Warhurst. Welcome in to James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School Homecoming Night 2023. And congratulations to homecoming queen, Deborah Mitchell. This is the Adam Aker pregame drive. Tonight, the Good Hope Raiders and the Etowah Blue Devils meet for just the fourth time. Etowah holds the advantage with two wins and one loss. The loss coming back in fantastic, dramatic fashion in 2021. A 1.20-19 win for the Raiders, which snapped a region winning streak for Etowah dating back five years. It's only week five of the season, but if either of these teams hope to make the playoffs, they must win tonight, period. Raiders and Blue Devils coming up here on Friday Night Live. When we come back, we'll welcome Daniel into the booth, and we'll take a closer look at the Raiders and the Blue Devils coming up here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging, proud supporter of Good Hope Athletics. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchant. 
largest bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Purchase Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging, powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95 from James W. Shable Stadium. I'm Tommy Warhurst. Welcome back in to the Adam Aker Mitch Smith Chevrolet pregame drive. Time for me to welcome my brother Daniel into the booth. He stands to my left. Daniel, great night for football. Great night for football. Starting to, of course, I say it always feels like football weather, but it's starting to feel more like fall weather, I guess you would say. Wall Blue Devils coming to tonight one and three overall. They're one and one in the region. They had a close loss to Springville in week one, 28-21. Then they lost to Fort Payne in week two, 54-27. And they lost big last week to Fultondale, 48-7. That a surprising win by the Fultondale Wildcats by many. Their only win came in week three against Asheville. They won 42-13. They're averaging 25 points a game while allowing 36. They you know, these are not quite the typical numbers we're used to seeing from an Etowah football team. Yeah, that's for sure. Etowah was a powerhouse in 5A for years, and they've been dominant since moving down to 4A four years ago. But they've had some turmoil this season, uh, probably affecting the team. Matt Glover, who took over the program two years ago, was put on administrative leave after week three, or during week three, after going 0-2. And Etowah's been hush-hush on the details, other than saying assistant coach Blake Bone, who is now the acting head coach. Bone is 1-1 in his two weeks as the head coach of the Blue Devils, and we'll see what the rest of the season has in store for Glover and how this turns out for them. They want to spread us out and throw it around and try to get big plays out to their talented wide receivers. Their quarterback, he's got it in his genes. His name is Jamison Sissom. If you remember the name Ed Sissom, his dad played running back at Alabama back in the late 90s. In fact, uh, we just got to tell you, since we're Auburn Fies, Ed Sissom's the guy that fumbled and allowed Auburn to kick a field goal to 97 and win that game. <laughs> I can't forget that man. No, we can't. <laughs> but uh, that is uh, that is the father of Jamison Sissom, the quarterback for Etowah. They have a 59% winning percentage overall in 114 seasons playing football. They're 252 and 198 on the road. That's a 55% winning percentage on the road. The Good Hope Raiders enter tonight's game 1-3. We're 0-1 in the region. Our only win on the season came at Vinemont in Week 2. The Raiders are only averaging 20 points a game. We're giving up 33. 
Raiders are coached by Alan Scott in his ninth season at his alma mater. Coach Scott is 69 and 66 overall and 51 and 43 here at Good Hope. A little history for the Raiders. They are 303 wins, 266 losses, and three ties in their 54th season of football. They're 131 and 102 here at James W. Shable Stadium. And Daniel, the new Air Raid offense has looked good at times, but protecting the quarterback has been a struggle for them. Yes, it has. And with that being said, Colton Watley is injured and will not be playing tonight. So the freshman, Parker Johnson, gets a chance to step up and play quarterback for the Raiders. We're nine and a half minutes away from kickoff. When we come back, we'll visit with head coach Alan Scott. And still to come, this week's edition of the Rock and Roll Sushi Raider Rhyme. You're listening to the Animaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet pregame drive on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. Here with head coach Alan Scott. Coach, during the summer, it seems like the season season will never get here, but then now here we are, week five, halfway through. Reflect back on the first half of the season. Well, you know, I think the biggest thing is uh, looking at the first game, started off with a bang, you know, getting up 20 to nothing, did not finish well, was able to bounce back against Vinemont, and then played, uh, you know, a couple teams in a row right there with uh, Cherokee County and Fairview that were uh, really, really good ball teams. Thought our guys played better at times in those two games, but we're still making the same mistakes that have cost us all year long, and that's giving up big plays on defense, not protecting the football on offense. Back in region play tonight, the Etowah Blue Devils are in town. New coach for them after week two. Talk a little bit about Etowah. Well, uh, yeah, they've had you know they've had some issues. Uh, uh, everybody knows uh, statewide what's been going on kind of over there with them. But I tell you what, you know, they've, uh, their baseball, their head baseball coach is kind of running the show right now, and uh, he's really popular with the kids. They've got a great quarterback in Sissom. Uh, he's all over the field, so uh, you know th- they've got tradition and uh, they've got great athletes. So uh, I fully expect them to come here tonight and try to right the ship. We're a little bit banged up, Coach. Talk about some personnel changes tonight. Yeah, uh, you know, we just got to have the next guy step up. Uh, you know, for our guys, whenever we come out here, uh, I try to tell them to make every play count. Uh, you never know, like last week when Colton kind of went down on the first play and plays the rest of the game, but, he's, you know, he's, he doesn't feel good. So you just never know. So, you know, we've just got to 
tighten up the ship a little bit and, and uh, get after it. Homecoming week this week, Coach. I know that's frustrating. You have the coach to prepare for. What's it going to take for the Raiders to get out of here with a win tonight? I, I just think it's basics. I mean, we've just got to be able to establish the run on offense. We haven't been able to do that. Protect the football. Stop the big plays. Make them drive the field, and I feel pretty good. Coach, thanks for your time. Best of luck tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550, 256-727-6550, or budgetblinds.com slash call Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? Rock and roll is as much a part of American history as George Washington himself. And Rock and Roll Sushi is proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant. Founded on great food and rock and roll music. Boasting flavors that are big, bold, and loud. Rock and Roll Sushi is the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Rock and Roll Sushi, Market Plast Center in Coleman. When you hear Led Zeppelin's rock and roll on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, you know it's time for the Rock and Roll Sushi Raider Ride. Here's Daniel. Looked like our luck had made a turn for the better. We kicked off and somehow we recovered it thanks to Zach Keller. The rest of this rhyme might be short and sweet. Giving up long runs and three turnovers is a recipe to get beat. We made some good plays, but only one time found the end zone. That was after a couple of great passes and a touchdown to Tyler Cohn. From here on out, we've got to focus every minute and no days off. That is, if you guys want to make it to the playoffs, 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 yes, I said it. We only have one loss in the region, but we're going to have to come together like the 300 of the Roman Legion. Unselfish play and every man striving to achieve the same goal, a win. Then we get back here next week, and in our minds is to do it again. One game at a time, no one's giving us a chance at all. If that don't motivate you to give it all you got, you don't need to be playing ball. You can do something here that no one thinks can be done. It starts by playing Raider football and doing it, having fun. We've got five region games left, and believe it or not, we've got what all those other teams ain't got. Heart. 
Heart can overcome size and strength and speed. If you have the heart of a champion, that sometimes is all you need. Hustle every play, not just in the game, but at practice too. That is how you show your teammates you're doing all you can do. If this team comes together, we can make some noise this fall. It all depends on you guys, and it all starts with Etowah. Tonight's Rock and Roll Sushi Raider Rhymes, presented by Rock and Roll Sushi. Captains for Etowah are down on the field. Number 34, Bradley Pledger. And also number 8, Kyle Reeves. The captains for the Raiders, number 76, Jet Swan. Number 21, Zeb Smith. Number 9, Zachary Keller. And number 5, Tyler Cohn. And couldn't really tell who he said won the toss. He just looked over here and did. they declined it to the second half. So I'm going to guess we'll have to see who lines up to kick. Has he never turned the teams and said receiving and kicking? Yep. He just looked at the home side and said decline. Normally, so. <laughs> like you said, you put them side to side, you signal it, but that didn't happen. Hope nope. that's not an indication of what's going to come throughout the night. <laughs> Whoever won the toss declined it, though. I got that much. Yep. <laughs> here come the Raiders on homecoming night 2023 here at Good Hope. Congratulations again to Deborah Mitchell. She's the 2023 Homecoming Queen. Good crowd on hand here tonight at James W. Shable Stadium. The home stands are just about full. The embankment to our left has chairs all the way from the press box <laughs> down to the field house. What a great vantage point up there when you bring your back chair. If you've never been to James W. Shable Stadium, it's kind of a horseshoe in the earth. The south end of the stadium is open. The north end is kind of like a horseshoe embankment. We're facing to the west. Got Big Chief out there at the 50-yard line. His headdress on. The GH logo in there as well. South end zone to our left. North end zone to our right. It looks like we're going to be kicking off. So if I had to assume, we probably won the toss and deferred to the second half. And Etowah said we want the ball, which is no I don't know if that's exactly what happened, but that's what I would guess. Etowah Royal Blue Trousers with two white stripes. The jerseys are white with blue numbers. The headgear is blue with the Etowah Blue Devil Spear on the side. The Raiders dress in their home red jerseys. White numerals. Silver trousers with the red and white stripe. And the white helmets with the feathers on the side. We're set to get this one underway. Braden Cooper kicks a high short kick. It goes through Etowah's hands at the 41-yard line. Good Hope says they've got it, and they do. It is recovered down there by Mason Drake. It was just a high pooch kick and went right through the arms of Etowah Daniel into the hands of Mason Drake. What a way to start this one. And that's just like we started it off last week. I just talked about it. We kicked off last week. Zach Keller was able to come up with it. And this time, what the... The Raider, I'm sorry, what the Blue Devil should have done was called a fair catch, but he didn't. Tried to catch it himself, knocked, knocked in his belly and bounced around, and then Mason Drake jumped on it. Parker Johnson gets the starting quarterback tonight with the injury to Colton Watley, and the Raiders come out in the diamond. Snaps on the ground. Johnson's going to have to keep it himself, though. He's in trouble, and he's going to lose a yard or two. The snap came back to him on the ground. Parker Johnson, five foot eight, hundred thirty-five pounds, and a freshman. Colton Watley was injured on the first play of the game last week at Fairview, but toughed it out all the way through the game last week. Earlier this week, when he told the coaching staff he just couldn't make it, they knew something was wrong. 
overall with Colton Watley, as some of the coaching staff has said, the absolute toughest kid they've ever coached is Colton Watley. Yes, that's what Coach Dillashaw told us, and he said you know, those are his exact words. When he said he couldn't go, he knew he couldn't go. Diamond formation from the Raiders again. Receivers either side. Etowah on a five-man front now with this running offense for the Raiders. It's Cone trying to get to the right side. Can't get to the corner. No gain on the play there for the Raiders. We've been running it spread formation up to this point in the season. Four wide receivers and a running back. Now we're back to the old Raider offense. Trying to get something established on the ground with the injury to Colton Watley. Yeah, and Parker Johnson being a freshman, even coming up through junior high, the junior high team runs the same offense the varsity runs. So coming up, he's been running this diamond offense, so everything's familiar with him. It's just, hey, <laughs> hey, Freshman, now come up here yeah. and, and start in the high school homecoming against Etowah. <laughs> against Etowah. Here you go, kid. Here's third down and 14 for the Raiders now from the Etowah 42-yard line. Diamond formation again. It's going to be Cone, left side. Gets a block from Malin. Turns up field. Cone to the 30, spins at the 25. Cone dives down to the 23-yard line. He's got an Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. That was a great job by Tyler Cone of reading his blocks. Come with a speed sweep this way. He got to the outside, and Tucker Malin made a great block on the defensive back on this side. Tyler Cone cut up behind him and then made a couple of guys miss, broke a tackle, put on a 360 spin move, and gained six more yards. First and 10 for the Raiders from the Blue Devil 23-yard line. They're playing our receivers man-to-man out there in the corner. Busted play for Johnson. He's going to make something out of it. He gets down to the 20. He bobbled the snap again, but he's able to make positive yardage. Joe Daniel pick up three. Yeah, he picked up three yards, but that's about the third or fourth snap of this ball game that's been low and away from Parker Johnson. He's got to be able to get that snap in his belly so he can execute the offensive plays and get all the fakes he's got to get in. The snap hasn't been on yet here, and he's had to do that a couple of times tonight. Second down and seven for the Raiders from the Etowah 20-yard line. Working right to left is Good Hope. Here's Malin inside. Malin goes all the way down to the 13-yard line. He's going to be close. It looks like they're going to say his knee went down at the 15, though, and he lunged forward down to near the 13. It'll be second down and short for the Raiders now. Check that third down. Now they change the marker across the way. Ball is on the 19-yard line. It's third down and one for Good Hope. 14-yard line. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Just underway first quarter here from James W. Shable Stadium. Homecoming night. Hancock goes split right. Keith split left. Man-to-man on the quarterbacks on those guys. Here's Tucker Malin up the middle. Lowers his head and gets down to the 10-yard line. He's got an Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. Yeah, just a little lead play off the left side that time. Tucker Malin got through the line of scrimmage, lowered his head, and ran into about six <laughs> the wall Blue Devils. But it didn't matter. At that time, he had crossed the, the line to gain, and it looks like it's going to be first it's on the 10. It's got to be first and goal here from the yeah. 10. It's on this side of the line, but either way, that's 10 yards. So They've got the stick set up. We'll see. The ball is just outside the 10, barely touching it. Here's Johnson on a keeper up the middle. Five into the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders. Oh, that's a beautiful read that time by the freshman.
freshman, Parker Johnson. He put it in the belly of Tyler Cone, going to the right. He read the defensive end. The defensive end widened out and went with Tyler Cone, and he just kept it and turned on the Jets, and nobody touched him, and he walks into the end zone. Welcome to high school football, young man. He reminded me of a sophomore about three years ago <laughs> wearing number 11 the way he scooted in the end zone. You're exactly right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Remember when Tanner Malin started his first game here? Flashes of greatness there in Parker Johnson on his first run. Gets the Raiders on the board in their opening drive. A 42-yard drive for the Raiders. Snap is down on the point after. Kick is up from Cooper. It is good. Here we are. 8.07 left to go in the first quarter. The Raiders have a 7 to nothing lead over the Etowah Blue Devils. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Back on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network from James W. Shable Stadium, the Raiders have taken a 7-0 lead over the Etowah Blue Devils. Cooper's kick this time, bounces off of Etowah again, it's on the turf, the Raiders recover it again! Good Hope recovers a kickoff again! Callahan Lindsay is the man coming up with the football. What about that, Daniel? Yeah, well, the the uh, Blue Devil football player did exactly what I said they should have done last time. He called for a fair catch. He just couldn't come up and catch the ball. He ran up, and it hit him in the chest instead of catching it with his hands. It bounced all the way back to the 47. He was at about the 30 when he come up to catch it, and there's Johnny on the spot, Callahan Lindsay diving on it. And we kicked off two times, and it's been our, our, our ball yeah. both times. Last series, the Raiders started on the Blue Devil 42. Now we're on their 47. Good old leads at 7 nothing. And a timeout by Etowah. We'll take a quick one with them. Back in a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging. Coleman Electric Cooperative's mission is to make life better in the communities we serve. That starts by providing reliable, affordable electricity, while our Sprout Fiber Internet service delivers blazing fast broadband internet to homes, schools, and businesses. Coleman Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of student-athletes, cheerleaders, and band members who work hard every day to make their families and community proud. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future. Oh, yeah. You lived it. You still love it. Online and on our app. And on our app. Back at James W. Shable Stadium, the Good Hope Raiders. Recovering the opening kickoff and going 42 yards 
for a touchdown. They kick off again and recover the kickoff again. So here they are, first and 10 from the end of wall, 47-yard line. Diamond formation. It's Cone again, running straight ahead down to the 45, a gain of about two for Cone. Yeah, just a little lead play off the right guard that time, gave it to Cone underneath. He picked up a couple of yards, and I'm noticing out here on both of our split wide receivers, they're playing those guys man up. I mean, not even a foot off the off the receiver. The normal defense for Etowah has been a 4-3, but with the Raiders going to the diamond now, they're stacking everybody in the box. The DBs on the outside are playing man-to-man, as Daniel said. They're up in their grill about two feet off of them at the line of scrimmage. And he's offsides down here. Here's Tucker Malin right side. He gets down to the 40-yard line. A gain of five for Malin and the Raiders. And that was just a lead play off the right side. Tucker Malin was the left back beside Parker Johnson. And he goes underneath. Johnson hands it off to him. He follows the right tackle. Picked up about three or four. Poor Parker Johnson's going to be wore out, too. He runs to the sideline to get the play every time. From Coach Witcher. The one thing about the Diamond running offense, too, it keeps the clock grinding, too, keeps the Etowah offense off the field. That's exactly right. Raiders lead this one 7 nothing with 6.45 left to go in the opening quarter. Diamond formation again. Keith to the near side and Hancock to the far side. Raiders working right to left. Here's Tucker Malin. Straight ahead, lowers his head, and if he gets the 38, he'll have a first down. And this official on this side a little bit short. has the 38, and the one on the far side had the 39. They marked it at the 38 and a half. Go yep. figure. So it is fourth down and short for the Raiders. Fourth down and less than a yard. Here we go. We're Raiders going for are going to go for it. Receivers either side, Hancock high. Keith down low as Raiders work right to left. Diamond formation around Johnson. And hammered right at the line of scrimmage of the backfield is Malin. He lost a couple of yards. Boy, they knew exactly what was coming that time, did Etowah. And they stuffed it in the backfield. So the Raiders turn it over on downs. And Etowah will have it back at the 40. Nothing doing after the Raiders recover the second kickoff after the Etowah fumble. And I thought that would have been a perfect time for when Parker Johnson raises his foot and puts it down the center, lifts his head up not to snap it. Yeah. Because he's been snapping it on that kind of same motion every time, and that time would have been a good time to get them to jump. But they read the snap and was in the backfield by the time Tucker Malin got the ball. Here's our first look at the Etowah offense now. Sissom in the shotgun. Four wide receivers. Everybody's covered up, looking way downfield. Throw it across the middle. Incomplete. Trying to go down there on a post route to Bennett. Tucker Malin was down there along with Mason Drake in coverage for the Raiders. It's a great job of coverage down the field. But one thing I just noticed from that very first play, we didn't get too much pressure on Sissom. Yeah. And it was wide open. And if he wanted to take off and run, he had an open field. He chose to throw it deep. But uh, we're going to have to get some guys kind of spying on him. Yeah. You can't let him get loose. Second down and 10 for the Blue Devils now from their own 40. Twins to either side. System in the backfield. One back to his side. Gets the handoff. That is Porter. And Porter pushes it up a couple of yards up to the 42-yard line. Tackle made by Landon Bagwell and Callahan Lindsey. Our two linebackers reading what they're doing. Got in there and got a hold of him and brought him down. About a one or two-yard gain maybe. So it's going to be third and looks like a long, long seven. Five minutes, 25 seconds left opening quarter. Raiders lead it by seven. Four wide receivers, three-man front. 
from the Raiders. Hank Hudson fires in there. Pushes him out of the pocket. Pass goes incomplete, though, from Sissom to Reeves. And that is into Raider territory at the 45-yard line. That'll be an Eva Bank first down for Etowah. Yeah, Sissom just kind of evaded the rush from Hank Hudson on the outside. Stepped up in the pocket, kind of drifted to the right side and found the open receiver downfield. He was able to catch it. We made a tackle on him as soon as he caught the football, but it wasn't after he picked up the first down. And now Kyle Reeves has moved into quarterback, and Jamison Sissom has come out split to the near side. They wanted to go to Sissom across the middle, but now Reeves tucks it, runs downfield, and throws it the last second out to Bennett. The pass is complete, and Bennett scampers down to the Raider 30-yard line. Yeah, that looked like they were they wanted to go over here to Sissom, but once it was covered up, Reeves just sprinted to the left side, and he probably could have ran as far as he threw that one, but he saw one of his receivers out there standing by himself, and here they're in the same formation again. So Reeves back in there, quarterback, Sissom out here at wide receiver. Sissom, a standout two-sport athlete. He's already going to college on a baseball scholarship. He is Jamison Sissom. They're looking for him again. Landon Bagwell's got pressure in the backfield. So does Loggins. And Reeves is going to be sacked. Hank Hudson rode him down to the turf back at the 40-yard line. They'll lose 10 yards on the play. Great job staying at home, Hank Hudson. Reeves was trying to roll that way, and Hudson, instead of just running straight at him and diving and missing, he kind of stayed at home and didn't let Reeves get outside of him. And then once he got close enough to him, he went in and made the tackle. That's a great play on the outside by Hank Hudson. So it's second down and 20 now for Etowah. They're back at the Good Hope 40-yard line. They'll have trips to the right side. One receiver left as they're working left, right. They have to take a timeout. They only had 10 on the field and had to rush somebody on there. We'll take a quick timeout with them. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As the leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference too with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920 and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. NMLS number 338177. on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by KMK Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight for Raider football here on the Boombox, our all-80s channel. We don't have Raider football here. This is our all-80s channel. You'll like it if you like 80s music. Here's Sissom rolling to his right side. Everybody's covered downfield. He's going to run it, lowers his head, gets down to the 30, and is forced out of bounds there by Zachary Keller. Good job once again by Keller. Sissom was wanting to pass. Rolled out to his right side. Nobody was open, and he just took what he could get. Picked up some some good yards, but it's still third and eight, and that was a great job by Keller that time forcing him out of bounds. Sissom in the shotgun. 
Has Porter to his right. Three receivers left, one right. Looking to the left side. Pressure coming from Bird. He slips away from Bird. Bird gets back up, chases him to the outside, trips him momentarily. Just enough for Hank Hudson to get a hand on Jamison Sissom and get the sack. And that's a great job again. Hank Hudson staying on the outside. Didn't go directly at Sissom and let him juke him and get around him. He just kind of stayed wide and stayed wide and never never gave up any ground. And when Sissom got close enough, he went in and made the tackle. That's a great, that's two sacks already for Hank Hudson. That was going to be the M.O. for the Raider defense. Try to put as much heat as they can on Jamison Sissom and make him uncomfortable. Fourth down and 12 for Etowal. From the Good Hope 32-yard line, Sissom in the shotgun, five wide receivers. Blitz coming again, but we slip at the last second. Bagwell falls down, but he gets back up, chases Sissom down, but Sissom escapes. Sissom for 5, 10, 15, down to the 16-yard line is Jamison Sissom. Boy, there's his athletic ability, but what an effort back there by Bagwell. Yeah, we had two guys going at him wide open, forced him out. And Bagwell had him and got up and almost had him again. But like you said, athleticism from Sissom that time. He was able to get loose from both tackles, pick up the first down. And they got the ball on the 20 now. So he picked up about three more yards after the first down marker. It's an Eva Bank first down for Etowal now from the Raider 20-yard line. Sissom in the shotgun, looking, looking, fires out in his far flat. It's complete on the outside to his receiver, Frankie Pollard couple of Raiders out there on the stop. Lindsey was out there along with Cone for the Raiders play games five yards up. And that was a quick little five yard in route. He just took took about five yards down, put his foot in the ground, turned and cut to the inside and when he did, Sissom had the ball on him. It's an easy five yards. Second down at five for Etowal from the Raider 15 yard line. Three receivers right, one left for Sissom. Sissom rolls to his right side. Fires complete at the two-yard line. And into the end zone is Kyle Reeves for the Lou Devil touchdown. And that time Sissom rolls to his right. Reeves does a about a 12-yard curl. And when the defender stepped up, Sissom led him to the inside. Reeves was able to make the catch, make one defender miss, and dive into the end zone. Mostella on for the point after for Etowah. It looked like it was going left, and it did go left. It is no good. With a minute 33 left to go in the first, Good Hope 7, Etowah 6. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors. We're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property. We're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor. You're getting a team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtor at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen, you make it home. Welcome back to James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. Homecoming night 2023. 
at Good Hope. And congratulations to Deborah Mitchell. She's the homecoming queen here. Good Hope. Homecoming night. Great crowd on hand. Glad you're with us here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. The Raiders have a 7-6 to lead over Etowah. Big region game for both teams tonight. If they want to keep any kind of playoff hopes alive, they need to win tonight. Carter Rutherford, Tucker Malin, and Tyler Cohn back to receive the kick. From Mostella, it's going to be Malin from the 12, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Runs over a Blue Devil at the 40 and up to the 43-yard line is Tucker Malin. And there's a flag on the play. And the flag came in, it looked like on the tackle. But we'll have to see what this call is because I have no idea. But Tucker Malin got that come up the sidelines. And when somebody come in, he just lowered his shoulder and ran over The penalty is against Etowah. Is that a legal participation? Hard to say. Not Just like with the opening coin toss, not a lot of identification on the call, so our apologies. Okay, now now I think he's he's signaled to his head. Is that not targeting? Okay, you're probably right. That is targeting. targeting. Okay. He did most of the time they do one fist to the helmet or to the head. He, he did, did two of you're them. Right. So that's why I was thinking illegal participation because that's both hands behind your head. But they moved it 15 yards. It'll be our our ball on the 43. We've had great field position tonight. So does that mean that the Etowah defender Kyle Reeves is ejected? I don't know if that's a high school rule or I've not. I've never seen a target getting called in high school football to know, folks. Our apology. First and ten for the Raiders now. From the Etowah, 43. We've been in their territory on every possession tonight. Here's Cone right side, 40. Cone spinning down to the 35-yard line. Eight yards on the carry for Tyler Cone. And that's just like, might as well call that a student body right because Cone's the left back beside Parker Johnson. He takes a snap, hands it to Tyler. He's running to the right side. He's got two lead blockers going that way. The whole line pulls that way. Picks up about seven, six or seven yards and that's just a sweep. Old school sweep. Raiders lead it 7-6 under a minute to go here first quarter. Raiders have it second down and three from the Etowah 37-yard line. Diamond formation around Parker Johnson, the quarterback. Twins to the left side. Inside to Malin. Malin's just going to fight his way down to the 33. To the 32, he'll have an Eva Bank first down. Will Tucker Malin. And Tucker Malin got hit about the first down yard stick by three Blue Devils. And he wasn't going to the ground. He kept fighting, kept fighting. A couple more Blue Devils come in and hit him. And he kept fighting. And he ended up falling forward for the first down. And the Raiders are going to let the first quarter expire, and they'll have a 7-6 lead over the Etowah Blue Devils. The second quarter is next when Raider football continues here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network 
presented by K&K Logging. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693-256-255-3693. K&K Logging, proud supporter of Good Hope Athletics. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Sports Network, special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our internet connection for the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. First and 10 for the Raiders now from the Etowah 32-yard line. Diamond formation. Cone on the carry this time, stopped in the backfield, shooting through there quickly was Kaysen Nelms of Etowah. Played a lose five yards. Yeah, he must have he got a good jump on the snap count that time because as soon as Tyler Cone was handed the ball, he was all over him, around the waist, grabbed him and just pulled him down. So I think we got to change that up just a little bit. You know, maybe when he raises his foot and sets it down the center, take a count or two, one or two, then snap it. But he's been going on that same pace, and it's easy to easy to jump. Braden Kofer in there at center for the Raiders. It's been Guillermo a lot of the way, but Kofer's been there the last few weeks. Here's Malin on the inside handoff, nowhere to go. They wrap him up and ride him down to the turf. Maybe they're only going to make him lose a couple. He could have lost five. And Raiders are going backwards here. Yeah, that's two plays in a row. We try to run out of that diamond, the little lead play. One to the right, one to the left. And like I said, they're just getting off the ball. And they're in the backfield by the time we hand it off. Here's third down and 17 for the Raiders. From the Etowah 39-yard line. Diamond formation again. Receivers either side. Snap goes over Johnson's head. Johnson picks it up, though, and it's just going to throw it out of bounds. That's going to be intentional grounding. That's what a freshman's going to do, though. Yeah, no. He we, was he was in trouble. The ball didn't go across. Oh, they're, wait. They're just going to say incomplete pass. Boy, yeah, I think we got away with one there. Well, Tyler Cohn was down here about the 42 on okay. the other side. And so when Parker threw it, it hit about the 46 or 47. So I saw the official on this side pointing to Tyler Cohn saying he was, you know, there was a receiver in the area. So Johnson just trying to get that one out of his grasp, not to take a sack. And luckily, Cohn was there. Just an incomplete pass. So now Cohn's going to drop back in punt formation for the Raiders. 
Kalen Smith back to receive for Etowal, standing at his own 70-yard line. High snap. Cone has to go in the air to get it. Runs to his right and kicks it, and it goes out of bounds. I think they're going to mark it out of bounds near the 20-yard line. High snap. Cone had to leap into the air to catch it. And then when he did, pressure was coming from his left. He ran to his right, put a foot to it, and got it down to, well, they're going to say all the way down to the 12-yard line. Okay. We'll take that. Yep. Great job just to just to catch that punt. Tyler Cone went up high, grabbed a hold of it, and then, I don't know, if it wouldn't have been fourth down and 36, he might could have run for a first down. Yep, <laughs> we were so true. far behind the sticks, he just got in the clear and put a foot to it. Great job by Tyler Cone. So here's first and 10 for Etowah now from their own 12-yard line. Raiders lead it 7-6. to six. Ten minutes left to go. First quarter. Pass across the middle. Incomplete. They're going to get pass interference on the Raiders. Pass was intended for Eric Teal. Raiders had tight coverage on it. And they're going to be flagged with a pass interference. Yeah, they're going to say they grabbed him. He ran a post rat, post pattern. And the quarterback put it on him quick. And they're going to say we grabbed a hold to him. Took down one of the officials. He should have used him as a pick. You know, that's what you do as a wide receiver. When you're running across the middle, you find the the umpire and you run close to him as you can. (laughs) That is the call. Pass interference against Good Hope. It'll be a first down for the Blue Devils. 10-15 left to go here in the first half. The Raiders have a 7-6 lead. Area football here tonight at James W. Shable Stadium. We got three other games on the Coleman Community Radio family of stations tonight, too. We have Susan Moore, Vinemont there. We got Fairview, West Point, and Hansville, Cherokee County. We'll check in on the scores there of those coming up on the Saxby's halftime show. Pass on the outside is complete to Bennett. Reeves back in there at quarterback again for Etowah. They've shifted system out to a receiver. Perhaps because the few sacks we got in on him early, they want to put him out there, maybe use him as a weapon on the outside, Daniel, or just try to keep him out of the action. Yeah, and they're probably trying to get him the ball any way they can outside of the pocket. Inside hand on this time to Porter. Porter gets across the 40 and can't get out of the grass of Hudson there and also on the stop the Raiders is Asa Williams. It is good enough though for an Eva Bank first down for Etowah. They'll push it right out to their own 41 yard line. And they're kind of going with a little hurry up. They get right back up to the line of scrimmage, get the play from the sideline and here they go. Reeves going to roll to his left side looking out in the flat. Fires complete on the outside to Bennett. Bennett slides down right about midfield. That'll be a 10 yard gain. They'll be two yards, about a yard shy of the first down marker. Yeah, it'll, it'll be second and one. And just a quick little stop route. He went about eight yards and turned around, and Reeves rolling this away. Saw him, got it on him, and here they are again, about to run another play. Two receivers to the near side, system to the far side as they work right to left. Reeves throws a slant route complete to Bennett. Bennett breaks a tackle, 35-30, He's in the end zone for the Etowah touchdown. 51 yards on the pitch and catch from Reeves to Bennett and the Blue Devil touchdown. Yeah, they had two receivers on this side, and I thought they were confused because both receivers... Ran slant routes. 
I mean, right behind each other. And the ball got to Bennett as he was the nearest receiver to the sideline. He was on the outside. It got to him, and that created a perfect block on the cornerback once he caught it. The other receiver made the block on the outside, and he just took it to the house. Wow. Etowah came out in a two-point attempt formation, so the Raiders take a quick timeout to think about defense on the two-point play for Etowah. We're trying something different this year at Coleman's Live 95. We're making a lot of our talk shows and our sports broadcast available in podcast form. So if you'd like to go back and listen to our talk shows or our ball games after the fact, the easy way to access our feed is to go to our website at live95coleman.com. Go to On Demand and links to subscribe via your favorite podcast platform are all right there. I mentioned we have several games on tonight. We are on the Boombox, which is our all-80s channel. Channel 2 on the app on the FM tonight. And on the on-air channel on the app is Susan Moore and Vinemont. Also on Channel 3 tonight is Fairview and West Point. And on the Quattro, we call it Channel 4. The 50s and 60s channel, the jukebox, is Hansville and Cherokee County. Last check, Cherokee County was up 7-0 over Hansfield there. We'll check scores coming up here on the Zaxby's Halftime Show in about 9 minutes and 41 seconds of game time. Probably 20 minutes of actual time. Yeah. Fourth and goal, they're saying for Etowah. Fires in the end zone yeah. to system Complete Reeves to system for the two-point play. It wasn't fourth down. It was a two-point play, but they yeah. had fourth down over there. But they had just scored. I should remember that, but there's too many grays that made me think it was fourth down. Yeah, again, so. but they come up with the two-point play, and that was an easy pitch and catch. They had lined up system who was the starting quarterback, their athlete, on the outside. Reeves took the snap and just threw about a five-yard square out right to system So the two-point conversion, good for Etowah. So now they lead 14-7. to We've got 9.40 left to go here in the first half. I mentioned coming up on the Zaxby's Halftime Show, we'll check scores from around the region and around the county, and we'll take you down to the field for the sounds of the Good Hope High School Raider Marching Band. Halftime ceremonies coming up. The homecoming ceremonies were held pre-game, and Deborah Mitchell is the 2023 homecoming queen here at Good Hope. Be an awesome time right here to take this kickoff back for a touchdown. Tie this game up. Yep. Tie it back up, put your defense back on the field, but it draws you right back even. Carter Rutherford has one. Returned on the season. Him and Tucker Malin are back deep at the 20. Mostella ready to kick this one away. It pushes Malin back to the 12. 15-20. Malin to the 25 and up to the 26-yard line. Good job. They're going to get him all the way to the 31, so he didn't step out until he got over here. He was coming up the sidelines, and they're going to say he stepped out at the 31. We'll take it any time. Good return from Tucker Malin. This will be the deepest into our own territory the Raiders have started tonight. We started out we kicked the opening kickoff Etowah bobbled it. We got it at their 42 on the very next kickoff after we scored. They bobbled it again we got it at their 47 We'll start this drive at our own 31 yard line We've been in the 40s every time or even in their territory Here's first and 10 Raiders Diamond formation again Around Johnson. Malin's going to shift out and go to the slot down the left side. Cone. 
on a cutback. Spins to the 35 and up to the 36-yard line. That's a good little play. Shifted Malin out of the backfield, lined him up, like you said, on the slot on the left side, gave it to Cone underneath. He was able to make a couple of guys miss, spin back to the inside, and pick up about five. So it's going to be second five. Just a little wrinkle we're adding coming from that diamond formation just to see where they move to and see what plays we can run accordingly. Play gain five yards. It's second down and five now for the Raiders from their own 36-yard line. Etowah leads it 14-7, just under nine minutes to go first half. Receivers either side. Diamond formation around Parker Johnson getting his first varsity start tonight. Here's Cone, left side. And cannot break a tackle at the 40. He had some blockers out in front of him. But boy, the defensive back out there closed in quick. Yes, it's Aiden Knight. And out there all on an island, able to tackle Tyler Cone. But he picks up four yards. It'll be third and one. Yeah, picked up four yards, but I looked like we were going to have a big play. He had two yeah. two lead blockers going out that way, and like you said, just a great play from the defensive back on that side. He just said, hey, I'll split you two guys and go in and make the tackle. So here's third and one for the Raiders. They'll send a slot to their side. They're working left to right. Diamond formation around Parker Johnson, the freshman quarterback tonight with the injury to Watley. It's Malin. Hit in the backfield. He's going to go down. He'll lose a yard. Looked like the same thing we tried on the other fourth down play, and Nettawall knew exactly what was coming at him. Yeah, they hit him in the backfield as soon as he got the ball. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to break three tackles two yards behind the line of scrimmage. So here's fourth down for the Raiders. Cone will drop back in punt formation. He should hit this about the 27-yard line. Nobody back to receive for Edwall. High snap again. Cone leaps into the air. And this one's end over end. And it's going to take a Raider bounce and go out of bounds at the Etowah 40-yard line. And something I noticed, too, we lined up in punt formation. We had two receivers down here, Weston Hancock and Landon Bagwell, lined up wide to this side. They didn't put anybody over here defending them. If Cone could have caught the punt, you know, caught the snap deep 15 yards back as the punter took a couple of steps and threw it to Landon Bagwell. Nobody was even over here covering him. So I'm sure that's something that all our other coaches saw just like I did and said, hey, if we need to come back to that, we can fake a punt all night long. Yep. So Etowah gets the ball back now, first and 10 from their own 40-yard line. They lead us 14-7. to Raiders all ground game tonight. We hadn't put the ball in the air one time. Here's a fumble in the backfield. Landon Bagwell picks it up. 20, 15, 10, 5. <laughs> Touchdown Raiders. Hank Hudson with another sack in the backfield of Reeves. Reeves coughed up the football. Bagwell recovered it and pranced into the end zone for the Raider touchdown. And like you said, that's the third, would be the third sack tonight for Hank Hudson. And that time he stripped the ball loose and family tradition. Landon Bagwell picks it up and scampers 35 yards to the end zone. 14-13 Blue Devils and now we're waiting our extra point to tie this thing up. Big time defensive play by the Raiders. Here's Cooper for the point after. Kick is up and it is good. 
We're tied at 14 with 7.03 left in the first half. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Your home for all 80s, all the time. Only 80 station. Boy, Landon Bagwell did a little strutting there into the end zone after the sack from Hank Hudson caused Reeves to cough up the football. And just like that, we're tied again at 14. And once again, this has been one of our best offensive plays of the night, the kickoff. We've done it twice and we've got it both times, so. Here's Cooper. The southpaw punches this one. Edouard calls for a fair catch at the 33. They secure the football that time. So that's where they'll have it at their own 33-yard line. And they did everything we talked about that time. First time we said they should have called for a fair catch. The second time they did call for a fair catch. They just didn't catch it. That time he called for a fair catch and he caught it. So... They'll start at the 33. We need to come up with a big defensive stand right here. First and 10 for Etowah from their own 33-yard line. Swing pass out in the right flat. Complete to Porter, and the Raiders are all over him. There's three Raiders out there. Landon Bagwell's out there. And a play will lose a yard. Yeah, we had Landon Bagwell out there, Hank Hudson out there, Zachary Keller. We had three Raiders out there. They tried a little swing pass to Parker, and by the time he caught the ball, there were three or four Raiders just shutting him down. Sissom continues to play at receiver with Reeves at quarterback for Etowah. Sissom's been the quarterback this season. Tonight, they shifted in midway. Here's a pass out in the flat to Porter, breaking tackles and getting up to the 44-yard line is Porter. That'll be good enough for an Eva Bank first down for Etowah. Yeah, and that was a good-looking play from Etowah. They had three receivers to this side, one receiver to the top. The receiver up top ran a go route, and Porter just come out of the backfield and kind of hid over there on the sidelines until Reeves saw everybody run off, and he was able to hit him, and he picked up the first down. It's an Eva Bank first down for Etowah. First and 10 for their own 45. Working right to left. Three receivers, two left, one right. Porter in the backfield this time on the carry out to about the 47-yard line. Just a straight lead lead play that time. Porter, they're going to give him, they're only going to give him about a yard and a half. Defensive line holding up pretty strong. Loggins in there on the defensive line. All days in there, as well as Braden Cofer. Three-man front for the Raiders. Swing pass out in the flat this time to Bennett. Complete. And Bennett gets into Raider territory to the 43-yard line. Hank Hudson there on the stop for the Raiders. But it is an Eva Bank first down for Etowah. 
Yeah, they went to the short side of the field that time to get that ball to Bennett. They had two receivers, three receivers on this side, and one, two receivers blocked, and one catches the pass. We didn't have anybody else over here to make the tackle. So it's first and ten at a wall from the Raider 43-yard line. Four-man front for the Raiders now coming out of blitz on the outside with Hudson. They try to go across the middle and do complete to Teal. 20, 15, 10, 5 into the end zone for the Etowah touchdown. Yep, that was just just a look. Easy little post route, and Reeves put it dead on the money, and he put one foot to the inside, and he cut back to the out. He just outran the defenders we had back there, but that's just an easy post route. He just made a great throw. So just like that, Etowah goes down the field with their RPO offense and puts seven more points on the board as we await the extra point now from Mostella. Sissom on the hold. Snap is good, kick is up, and the kick is good. 527 left in the first half. And a wall leads Good Hope 21 to 14. Back in a moment. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back to James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. Homecoming night 2023 at Good Hope. Congratulations to Deborah Mitchell, the homecoming queen for 2023. Etta has just taken the lead 21 to 14 over the Raiders. 527 left here in the first half. Here's Mostella's kick. Going to push Malin back to the 11. Cuts back to the middle of the field. All the way across 15, 20, 25. Malin to the 30. And out to the 32-yard line, there's flags back at the 19-yard line. I think they're going to get us for a hold over there or a blindside block. Hank Hudson's trying to play this case, but I don't know that he's going to win. Yeah, and it can't be a blindside block because he was holding his hands up and just ran in front of the Blue Devil. I saw him do it. They're going to say a block in the back. So it must have been before we saw Hank Hudson, excuse me, do that because he was he could have knocked the guy's you know head off yep. with the blindside block, but they don't allow that anymore. So he just held his hands up and ran in front of him. So there it must have been before Malin turned that way going around the corner. As a receiver, there wasn't nothing like a track back block on <laughs> a linebacker back in the day. Uh, right in his ear hole. Yep. <laughs> First and ten for the Raiders now for their own twenty one yard line, working left to right as you listen. Receivers either side, diamond formation around Johnson. Busted play, gets it to Cone though. Cone makes a little bit out of nothing and picks up a couple. Once again, that's a bad snap. Snap was high and to the outside of Parker Johnson. He has to grab it. By the time he grabs it, everybody else has already moved. So he just was able to get it to Tyler Cone and he picked up maybe a yard. Got to get those snaps down and into the belly of Parker Johnson. 
clock is rolling under five minutes to go first half. Every play, Parker Johnson comes to the sideline and gets the call from Coach Witcher. Trots back into the huddle. Kind of opposite of what we saw the first four weeks of the season. Running a no huddle offense and trying to move fast and spread it out. Now we're back in a ground attack on second down and nine from the diamond. Johnson going to keep it. Nowhere to go. Ridden down in the backfield back there <laughs> by big Braylon Mostella, six foot three oh nine. Yeah, and he put all his three oh nine on Parker Johnson's five eight one thirty five that time too. So <laughs> just trying to run a lead play, like you said, we might have fooled them the first series with the diamond formation and running the football but since then we haven't done anything offensively they've just been reading what we're doing and just shutting us down and their defensive line just even from here looks about twice as big as our own line a lot of size from Etowah. Four-man front from them. Diamond formation from the Raiders. And I think either we moved or delay a game. Delay a game yeah. to call against the Raiders. And that comes from Parker Johnson running all the way to the sideline to get the play, then running right all, all the way, way back, back in. I mean, what happened to wristbands and plays on the side? I mean, every team in the country has a wristband with all the plays written on it. only thing I can think is with a freshman quarterback, you don't want any confusion on what the play is. You tell him exactly what it is, maybe. Here's Johnson, his first throw of the night, rushed out into flat to Malin, incomplete. That'll bring up fourth down and 17 now for the Raiders. And we're going to be punting from the goal line. Tyler Cohn back in punt formation with his heels on the two-yard line. Teal back to receive for Etowal. Standing at the Raider 45. High snap again. Cone has to leap into the air. Runs to the right just to try to get somewhere to kick the ball. And it's like a good pitching wedge shot. It hits at the 49, goes straight in the air, and stops dead at the 48-yard line. And they're going to move it back here, it looks like, to the 43. Okay. They say somebody might have not touched it or spun back. there. Yeah, they're going to spot it on the 43, so it must have... Must have touched somebody earlier before it bounced at the 48. So first and 10 for Etowah now. At the Good Hope 43-yard line. Raiders still at a three-man front. Nickel package in the backfield. Reeves will remain at quarterback for Etowah. System split right with Bennett in the slot there. They give it on the left side to Porter. He gets around Loggins, but he can't get away from Tyler Bird. Good closing speed in there from Tyler Bird at his defensive back spot, only allowing Porter to gain one yard. That's a great read. See what the quarterback's doing. He finally made the give to Porter that time, and Tyler Bird just closed on the outside real quick. Like you said, he spread the play and closed on him at the sidelines, and, yeah, they only gave him a yard. Three minutes, 14 seconds left to go first half. Etowah leads Good Hope 21-14. to 14. 
Second down and eight for the Blue Devils. Reeves wants to throw. Looking downfield. Under pressure. Fires incomplete. Good coverage by Carter Rutherford over there on Bennett. And great pressure in the backfield again from Bird. Boy, we're keeping the heat on these Etowah quarterbacks. Yeah, and he was about a half a step away from that probably being another sack fumble because Tyler Bird was closing in on Reeves and he barely got it away when he brought the ball back in his right hand. Tyler Bird was right on him and now they've moved Sissom back to quarterback. So Sissom, Jamison Sissom, the junior back at quarterback for Etowah. He'll have trips right, one receiver left. Sissom, he's in trouble. Flushed out of the pocket, still dancing, dancing. Now he's going to run. In the open field to the right, 40. Breaking a tackle, 35. And Zachary Keller makes the stop at the 32-yard line. That will be good enough for an Eva Bank first down. Boy, Sissom can really scoot. He can really scoot. And we had three or four guys going after him. Thought they were going to make the sack in the backfield, but kind of kind of got to play him slow. You can't go right at him because he's such an athlete, he'll make you miss. You kind of got to stay away from him and let him make the first move and then you go after and attack him there. So it's first down Blue Devils. From the Raider 32-yard line, just under three minutes to go, first half. Etowah leads 21-14. Here's Porter up the middle. Bagwell's got him wrapped up at the 30 and he'll go down there. He'll gain two yards on the carry does Porter for Etowah. Just the lead play off the left side. I got Sissom back at quarterback, and he just hands it off to Porter. On the left side, we were able to stop him for a couple, only a couple-yard gain. But they're catching us a little off guard, too, moving Sissom in and out from quarterback to wide receiver. They say the play actually gained four yards. Wow. So it's second and six now for Etowah from the Raider 28-yard line. Sissom across the middle. Pass is complete in there to Knight. That's going to be close to the first down marker. Lindsay on the stop for the Raiders along with Hudson. And they're going to say that's third and a couple of inches. It'll be third and really close. Third down and very short for Etowah. From the Raider 22-yard line. Three receivers for Etowah. Two to the near side, one to the top. They fire it to Bennett. It's low and complete. So it'll be fourth down and really short now for Etowah. And even if they would have completed that pass, he might have took it all the way to the end zone because we had nobody out here on him. Closest guy was Bird, and he was coming from his inside, outside linebacker spot. Luckily, that one was in the dirt. Fourth down and short for Etowah now for the Raider 22-yard line. Pistol formation with Reeves and Porter. It's going to be Porter straight ahead. Oh. He may not have got it. <laughs> Guillermo Alday hit him at the line of scrimmage and drove him backwards. I don't think he got it. From the looks of the spot of the re- official on the far side where he marked it, they didn't get it. We stopped them. First down, Raiders. But still, I would like to see the white hat official walk out there and point the other way. Give us some kind of indication. We're watching and we think that's what happened, but just the effortless 
uh, the White Hat official tonight. I'm calling out stuff so folks know what's going on. His his uh, his effort is not there. He's effortless. Exactly. And now, what's going on? The officials have called a timeout. There, the side judges and the back judge called a timeout. And there, they're going to talk to the head referee. We've got 2.03 left in the first half. And a wall leads Good Hope 21-14. Don't know what the conversation was about between the officials. But now they're back on the far sideline. He explained that to Coach Bone for Etowal. First and 10 Raiders. They started in the diamond. Now they broke out to twins either side. Johnson in the shotgun. Fakes it to Cone. Now it goes to Hudson right side. Nowhere to go. Raiders are going to go backwards about five yards as Hudson couldn't make the corner and he's hurt. Hank Hudson looks like he's in pain down on the field. Bo Shiree's headed out to check on Hank Hudson. Yeah, we tried to like you said, we motioned out of the out of the diamond formation. Had twins to either side, and a wing on the left was Hudson. Tried to run him on a sweep, going back to the near side of the field, and he just couldn't couldn't get the corner. Hudson gets up and walks off on his own power. He's kind of nursing his left shoulder. Bo Shiree's going to check him out on the sideline. Clock rolling now. A minute and a half left to go. First half. 21-14. At a wall with the lead. Coming up on the Zaxby's Halftime Show, we'll check scores from around the region and the county and take you down to the field for the sounds of the Good Hope Raider marching band. Second down and 16 for the Raiders. Johnson on a keeper to the right. Breaks one tackle. Oh, wait a minute. And is hit out of bounds at the 16-yard line. Boy, the fans and the coaching staff want a targeting or a late hit out of bounds right in front of Coach Witcher, and they're not going to get it. Parker Johnson took a lick, though, right on the boundary. Yeah, I thought he was about a yard out of bounds myself. He was coming to the sidelines. He stepped, obviously stepped out of bounds, and once his foot hit out of bounds is when he took the lick. And the official was right there, no call, so guess I didn't see it as good as I thought I did. Third down and 17 for the Raiders. We've got a minute seven left to go. We don't want to give them the ball back before the first half. But we got to do something right here. Here's Johnson left side. He's got blockers. 25-30. Johnson flips up to the 32-yard line. A good carry on third down. It'll be fourth down and about two. There's 15 seconds difference in the play clock and the game clock. And now Edouard has called timeout. They're going to make us punt it so they can have some time on the clock when they get the ball back here. So timeout taken by Etowah. 48 seconds left to go here in the first half. Etowah leads Good Hope 21-14. to I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Also tonight on the Coleman Community Radio family of stations, we have Susan Moore at Vinemont on the FM tonight at 95.5. We have Fairview and West Point on Channel 3 tonight over in West Point. And we have Hansville and Cherokee County on Channel 4, our 50s and 60s channel on our 
app and on our stream from Coleman Community Radio. And what I would do, if it's me right here, Tyler Cones lined up to, to punt as normal. Tucker Malin's out here split wide on this side of the field. Just let Tucker Malin run a go route. I yeah. tell Tyler Cone, catch the punt, and he's been able to run to the right side because of their rush. Run to the right side as far as you can, and then throw it as far as you can. Let Tucker Malin run under it. We're going for this. Raiders are going for it. Diamond formation on fourth down and three. Receivers either side. And we work going for the hard snap count from Parker Johnson. Gets head wall offside to Daniel. They did exactly what you said they needed to do and changed up the snap count. They did. And you know what's funny, too, though, is Parker Johnson, he didn't do what he normally does. He didn't raise his leg up to signal the snap. He clapped his hands, and that made the Blue Devils jump off when we hadn't snapped it on him clapping his hands all night, all night long. <laughs> Either way, it worked. First down, Raiders. Easy, Eva Bank. First down for the Raiders. That is easy as applying for a car loan or something at Eva Bank. Was that first down for the Raiders? Here's Johnson rolling left. Going to throw downfield. Nobody's open out of bounds. Incomplete. Yeah, he just had Johnson to get was rid running of that for one. his life. Yeah, he was running for his life, and he was running the opposite way. He's a lefty. He was running to his right side, so he had to get his hips turned around so he could get rid of it. And I've wondered that. I've noticed that this season, even with Colton Watley, when he rolls out, we've got him rolling to his weak side, not his power side. Same thing tonight I'm seeing here with Johnson. You're right, rolling to his right when he's a left-handed passer. Second down and 10 for the Raiders now from their own 36-yard line. Two receivers either side. Johnson, quarterback draw. Up to the 40, up to the 41-yard line. We're just trying to run clock and get out of here. And now we call the timeout, though. They're going to spot that one at the 40. It'll be third and about six. And we've called a timeout. So maybe we're trying to set something up right here, right before the half with 35 seconds left to go. Down by seven. Well, we get the second half kickoff. So if we could put something together here, whether it's, you know, a six-point touchdown or even a three-point field goal. I was noticing our kicker in warm-ups was hitting some field goals from good distance. Anything to score before the half and then get the ball to start the second half and maybe put some points on the board and try to turn this thing around. So I've never been a fan of taking a knee unless you're up by 100 points, in my opinion. There's time on the clock. We're running plays. It'll be third down and six for the Raiders. We've got 35 seconds left to go in the first half. Raiders trail by seven. Etowah leads it 21-14. Coming up on the Zaxby's Halftime Show, we'll check scores from around the region and the county and take you down to the field for the sounds of the Good Hope High School Raider Marching Band. Homecoming night here, 2023 at Good Hope. Deborah Mitchell, the homecoming queen. Here's third down for the Raiders. Johnson, downfield for Cone, pass off the mark, incomplete. Cone had him on a post. But the pass was to the outside. There is a flag in the backfield. And they're calling holding against Etowah. Yeah, and it had to have been on a running back in the backfield because the flag was in the backfield. So that means the white hat would have been the one to call it. Well, now they're moving the ball from the line of scrimmage all the way to the to the other 45. So it was a 10-yard penalty, but they must have tried to grab one of our running backs out of the backfield and tackled him, and that was the play call. It looks like 
Mason Drake was beside Parker Johnson. That's probably what it was. They tackled him, which is still holding any way you want to look at it. Well, he only took five seconds. We got 30 seconds left in the first half and another Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. Twins either side. High snap to Johnson. He leaps up there, gets it down, flings it downfield for Cone. Diving incomplete. Cone stretched out with all he had trying to make the catch. There is a flag back at the 29-yard line. Tyler Cone said he was being held on his route. We'll see what the officials say. And it looks like it's going to be pass interference against the Etowah Blue Devils. So that'll be 10 more yards. Ball's going to be on the 30. Raiders may can put some points on the board here. Before the end of the first half, the Raiders will get the second half kickoff. 25 seconds left to go now, first half. First and 10 Raiders from the Etowah 30. Back in the diamond formation of the Raiders. Receivers either side. Johnson looking to throw. Trying to go to Cone out of the backfield. Complete at the 15. And another penalty flag at the 17-yard line. The pass is complete to Cone at the 15-yard line. That'll be an Eva Bank first down if it stands. There's a penalty flag on the play. I don't know if they're going to call offensive interference or defensive. Well, they were grabbing Tyler Cone the whole time. He was trying to fight to get open. And it was pass interference against Etowah, and we've declined it. We'll take the play, which puts it down at, like you said, the 17-yard line. 18 seconds left to go. First half, Raiders down by 7, 21 to 14 to Etowah. They haven't moved the chains across the way. No, the Raiders have a first down. The chain is still back here at the 30-yard line. Maybe the official hadn't signaled them to move forward yet, though. We'll wait and see. The officials on the near side are having a conversation. A lot of confusion in the officiating crew tonight. They're keeping us confused, so I apologize if you're confused at home. Normally, after a call... Okay. You'll have a signal of what the call is most of the time. Just like you said, they still haven't moved the chains on the far side. Now they're, now they're moving. moving them. Okay. So it'll be first and ten Raiders from the Etowah 18-yard line. 18 seconds left to go first half. Drake to the right of Johnson. Two receivers either side. High snap again for Parker. He has to leave to get it. He's in trouble. Football's on the turf. Raiders do recover it, though, back at the 29-yard line. Boy, Parker Johnson was in to rest back there. And a quick timeout from the Raiders will stop the clock with eight seconds left to go here in the first half. And we just lost 11 yards. We were on the 18, 19-yard line now. We're on the 29 that's going to be out of field goal range, but sets up a longer, dramatic touchdown to end the first half, don't it? Exactly right. Shades of Good Hope Hamilton years ago when Hancock scored the end of the first half of that game for a Raider touchdown. And at the end of the game, 10 seconds left to go. Bailey Quick scrambles around, hits Hancock in the corner of the same end zone to win the game for the Raiders at Hamilton years ago. I've got goosebumps. That was, that was one of the first games we ever, I ever yep. did with you. As a matter of fact, we ever yep. did together was up there, and yes, I remember that to this day. Reliving that, folks, the hairs are standing <laughs> up on my arms. <laughs> what a big win for the Raiders there! Boy, they had a big win there. They had a big win at Fayette back then. 
Uh, then you throw in the Jacksonville win here in the playoffs. The win at Etowah years ago. Yeah. The win at Northside. Boy, these Raiders have done some spectacular things. Here's the last play of the first half. Johnson firing into the end zone for Hancock. Oh, it's he caught. caught it. Weston Hancock caught it. How about that? How about that? A Hancock. We were talking about the Hamilton game. And who comes through with a big catch here? But Weston Hancock. Touchdown, Raiders. And... I, I can't see it clearly from here, but it looked like the Etowah Blue Devil defender went up and touched that ball. Him and Hancock both went up after the ball. It looks like he touched it, and Hancock was able to grab it and scamper into the end zone, and doesn't get any better than that, bro. What concentration by the senior to keep his eye on the ball. Told you they've had some dramatic touchdowns <laughs> in history. Cooper's point after is up, and it is good. Folks, at the end of the first half, we are tied. 21 apiece between the Raiders and the Blue Devils. The Zaxby's Halftime Show is next when we come back on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550. 256-727-6550. Or budgetblinds.com slash call. H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone 256-735-4184 256-735-4184 H&S Appliance Outlet, a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person over the phone at 256-255-2000 or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
anytime you're ready. All 80s, all the time. The Boombox, Holman's only 80s station. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst from James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. Homecoming night 2023 here at Good Hope. And congratulations to Deborah Mitchell. She's the homecoming queen for Good Hope High School. It is halftime. Good Hope and Etowah. Big region game tied at 21. And this is the Zaxby's Halftime Show. Absolutely craveable, daringly zesty, made to order, chicken fingers, wings, and more. This is going to be good. Order ahead at Zaxby's.com or use the app Zaxby's with two locations, Cherokee Avenue and Highway 157. The game of the week tonight on Coleman Community Radio on the FM at 95.5 FM is Susan Moore at Vinemont. Another big 3A region game in the county. Right now at the half, Susan Moore leads that one 21 to 8. No score from Lee of Huntsville and Coleman. It's homecoming tonight for the Bearcats. No score there from Center, Alabama. Tonight we have Hansville and Cherokee County on Channel 4 on the live stream and on the app. Right now, Cherokee County leads Hansville 28 to nothing. Aniana and Fultondale. What another big battle in the region. And right now, Fultondale leads Aniana 16 to 15. New coach at Fultondale. New program. They ran this Etowah team off the field last week. Beat them 48-7. to Fultondale's been down for several years. They're not down now. They're back in a big way. They lead Aniana 16-15 to there. Hamilton leads Cordova 14 to nothing. Hartzell leads Gadsden City 17-14. Priceville up on New Hope 14-7. Fairview leads West Point 21-7. And Addison on top of Waterloo right now at the half, 43-8. Southeastern leads Holly Pond, 8 to nothing after 2. And Locust Fork, the Hornets, who came into this game 4-0 on fire swarming are the Hornets over Cold Springs tonight, 42 to nothing. Those scores from around the region and the county here on the Saxby's halftime show. Quick look at the region here for the Raiders and the Blue Devils. We talked about this being a must win if they want to try to keep any playoff hopes alive. Cherokee County sets atop that region and really don't see them losing a region game unless it might come to Fultondale. Fultondale stays wide open. Cherokee sets atop the region right now. Cherokee County does at 2-0. and Then you've got Etowah, Hansville, and Aniana all at 1-1 one and one right there in the area. Fultondale's 1-0. The Raiders are 0-1 in the area. Asheville is also 0-2 in the area. Next week, the Raiders will host Addison back here at James W. Sable Stadium before they travel to Hansville on October the 6th for another region game. We'll finish with four region games in a row. It'll be Hansville October 6th, Asheville October 13th, 
Fultondale and Aniata back-to-back October 20th and 27th. This is the Zaxby's Halftime Show. Absolutely craveable, daringly zesty, made-to-order chicken fingers, wings, and more. This is going to be good. You can order ahead at Zaxby's.com or use the app Zaxby's with two locations, Cherokee Avenue and Highway 157. When we come back, we'll go down to the field for the sounds of the Good Hope High School Raider Marching Band. It's halftime. We're tied at 21. Coleman Electric Cooperative's mission is to make life better in the communities we serve. That starts by providing reliable, affordable electricity, while our Sprout Fiber Internet service delivers blazing fast broadband internet to homes, schools, and businesses. Coleman Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of student-athletes, cheerleaders, and band members who work hard every day to make their families and community proud. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections. Brighter future. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338177. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. Tonight, from James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School's homecoming night, 2023 for the Raiders. They're tied with Etowah right now, 21 apiece. And we are at halftime as the Good Hope High School Raider Marching Band takes the field. They're under the field direction of drum major Sam Cregan. This year's halftime show is entitled Postcards from Spain. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Good Hope High School Raider Marching Band.
sounds of the Good Hope High School Raider Marching Band on the Zaxby's Halftime Show. We're tied at 21 between Etowah and Good Hope here. Homecoming night on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network on the Zaxby's Halftime Show. Absolutely craveable, daringly zesty, made to order, chicken fingers, wings, and more. This is going to be good. Order ahead at Zaxby's.com or use the app Zaxby's with two locations, Cherokee Avenue and Highway 157. Back in a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors, we're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property, we're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor, you're getting a team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen, you make it home. Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Branley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanAppliancerepair.com. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? One of the most important things on your home is sometimes the most overlooked, your gutters. For gutter cleaning, repair, or new gutters, the name to know is Denton's Seamless Gutters. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Denton's offers free estimates and a 10% discount to active and retired service members and any active emergency responders. For gutters, it's Denton's Seamless Gutters, 706-207-7969. Or search Denton's Seamless Gutters on Facebook. The
Welcome back to James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School, the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. This is the Saxby's Halftime Show. Absolutely craveable, daringly zesty, made-to-order chicken fingers, wings, and more. This is going to be good. Order ahead at Zaxby's.com or use the app Zaxby's with two locations, Cherokee Avenue and Highway 157. Tied at 21 here where we are on the school board around the county and the region. Susan Moore leads Vinemont 21 to 8. Fultondale leads Aniana 16 to 15. Cherokee County leading Hansville 28 to nothing at the half. Coleman leads Lee of Huntsville 30 to nothing at the half. Homecoming tonight in Coleman. Athens leads May Jemison 28-14. Hamilton over Cordova 14-10 at the half. Fairview leading West Point 21-7 at the half. Priceville up on New Hope 14-7. Addison all over Waterloo 43-14. And Southeastern leading Holly Pond eight to nothing, and Locust Fork up forty-two to nothing on Cold Springs. Daniel has rejoined us after going downstairs, and uh, you found you some homecoming representatives down there, didn't you? Yes, I found Macy Denton, who is the daughter of a sponsor of Friday Night Live and Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Casey Denton with Denton Seamless Gutters found his daughter, got our picture made, and got you to post it on the web the website. Facebook page and beautiful little girl and I introduced myself to her and she was certainly sweet said oh yes I've heard about y'all and this that and the other so anyway I said well let's take a picture so we we kind of thought if homecoming was next week against Addison when we originally thought it was that Bailey Keith might be making her way back over yes. from uh, Mississippi College but she didn't wasn't able to make it tonight and want to say a big shout out to Bailey Keith that they announced this week she made the volleyball team for Mississippi College and she'll be on the team wherever they go this year. Congratulations to you, Bailey. And she was the 2022 homecoming queen last year. It is halftime. We're tied at 21. The second half is next when we come back here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging. Founded in 1887, Coleman Savings Bank serves the people of Coleman with a full line of banking services. One of those services is their legacy checking account, available to those 50-plus military, teachers, policemen, and firefighters. It features no monthly service charge, interest earned on any balance, free paper or e-statements, and two free boxes of checks per year, along with other features. You can stop by any one of four convenient locations and ask them about the legacy checking account or visit www www.colemansavingsbank.com for more information. Coleman Savings Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Alabama, because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. 
James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. Homecoming night, 2023. And boy, we got a great football game on our hands now. Tied at 21. This is the Zaxby's Halftime Show. Absolutely craveable, daringly zesty, made to order, chicken fingers, wings, and more. This is going to be good. Order ahead at Zaxby's.com or use the app Zaxby's with two locations, Cherokee Avenue and Highway 157. Daniel, what about the first half? Well, it started off. We won the toss. We declined to the second half, so we kicked off first, and they fumbled the kickoff. Mason Drake was able to recover it on their 42-yard line. We drove the ball straight down the field, and from the 10-yard line, Parker Johnson took it in for a run, put our first six on the board. The extra point was good. On the next kickoff, Callahan Lindsey was able to come up with the recovery. We played defense. Uh, Hank Hudson got a sack, got another sack. And on their next possession, Hank Hudson has a strip sack. And Landon Bagwell picks it up with a scoop and score from 35 yards. It made it 14. Then we come up with a big fourth down stop by Guillermo Alday. And at a... About the 30-yard line going in right before the half. Weston Hancock goes up, fights for a ball, was able to come down with it and scamper into the end zone for our next seven, which made it 21. And it's tied 21-21, and we get the ball to open the second half. Everything we've talked about needs to happen has been happening so far. Parker Johnson in his first varsity start as a freshman coming in after the injury to Colton Watley. He has a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown tonight. (laughs) Exactly right. Well, he's given Hank Hudson a run for the money on that Warhurst Team Realtors Raider of the Week. Most definitely. Most definitely is. But we've got 24 more minutes of football to play, so there's no telling. Somebody else may show out the second half. Exactly right. And it's just so fitting. We were talking about the Hamilton game. You talked about a Hancock making those. And then who comes up? Same corner. Same same corner of the end zone, too. Exactly. We're facing the same way, same corner of the end zone, and a Hancock comes up with a touchdown. And what game was it we were calling where the opening, the second half kickoff, we took back for a touchdown? What was that kid's last name? It was the flash at Hansville. It was the flash at Hansville. So I was thinking that'd be a great thing to happen right now. Yeah. Here's the second half kickoff going to Malin at the 14, 15, 20. Across the field, Malin to the 25, lowers his head and gets up to the 28-yard line. Good return. Yeah, you had just said, what we need to do is come here and run this kickoff back for a touchdown. (laughs) And Ethan Anderson tonight, I got you, Daniel. I got you. They don't call me Flash for nothing. Watch this. So we're going to get it at the 28 now. A.B., we're glad to be back, too. Amy McAnally just sent me a note. Man, so glad y'all are back calling Raider football again. Good (laughs) to be back, A.B. Glad to have you along. Glad to have all of you listening tonight here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Tied at 21. First possession of the second half is the Raiders. Twins to the near side. One receiver to the far. Here's Cone up the middle. Fighting up to the 37-yard line. Yep, that was we had didn't we weren't in the diamond that time. We split Tucker Malin out to the right side, right off the right tackle, about four yards off. So we just had two backs in the backfield. And what that does is it draws one of their linebackers 
out from the middle of the field and makes them cover Tucker Malin, which then opens up the inside. And Tyler Cone was able to pick up nine yards, it looks like, in 11 inches because we, <laughs> we're that close to the first down marker. So second and about an inch. Second and very short for the Raiders. We'll have trips to the near side. One receiver across the way. Johnson in the backfield with Hudson. Here's Hudson on the carry. He's got the Eva Bank first down across the 40 and up to the 41-yard line. And just here on the first two plays of the second half, it looks like Coach Witcher saw what they were doing in the first half and said, okay, guys, here's how we're going to put a wrinkle to it. We're not going to run out of the diamond anymore. We're going to run out of two backs, or we're even going to split out Tucker Malin. We're going to run out of one back, and we've picked up a first down on two plays. So obviously what he saw and what he's drawn up is working. Another Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. It's first and 10 for their own 41. Working left to right, diamond formation. Cone trying to get outside, and he's going to be wrapped up. We'll lose a couple there all the way back to our own 38-yard line. Yep, and once again, we were in that diamond formation. When we get in that diamond formation, they're packing in on the inside, and they just they know what's coming. I mean, they know we're going to run the ball out of that formation, and they're just shooting gaps and not having any responsibilities. And I think Coach Witcher just told Johnson that that was kind of the wrong read. He probably should have pulled that one, but that's just that's a freshman making his first start at a big time varsity game against Etowah, no doubt. Second down and 13 for the Raiders. Twins either side. Cone and Johnson. Johnson's going to keep this one on the play fake to Cone, and he squirts it across the 45 up to the 46-yard line. Yeah, They're going to back him up to the 45, though. Yeah, and that time, just like you said, Coach Witcher told him last time, hey, that's a that's a keep read, and he just saw the same thing and said, okay, I'll keep it this time, and he picks up eight yards. It's going to bring up third and about six. It'll be third and six for the Raiders now from their own 45-yard line. Jared Fight, good to have you along in the broadcast too, my friend. Warhurst Brothers are the best, he says. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. We sure do enjoy it. God gave me a gift to call it, and I'm glad I can give him glory and paint a picture of the football game for you. Here's third and six for the Raiders. Johnson, left side, fires. Oh. It is picked off by Etowah. He was trying to go to Malin downfield, and that one is just picked off out there in the flat by Connor Dingler. Yep, Dingler had good coverage on Malin, and he just cut underneath the route that time. The ball was coming in, and he just cut up underneath him. Good play. Good play. It'll be first down and 10 for Etowah on the interception from Parker Johnson. So as a quarterback, he's rushed for a touchdown, he's thrown a touchdown, and he's thrown an INT in his first start. He's filling up the stat sheet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like being thrown right into the fire. Exactly. Here's first and 10 at a wall. Reeves back in at quarterback. Goes to Porter. Right side slipping through Raiders up to the 46-yard line is Porter before Lindsay's able to bring him down to the turf. And that was just a lead, lead play off the right side that time. Play gained seven yards. It'll be second down and three for Etowah. Ball is out at their own 47-yard line. We're tied at 21 with 8.39 left to go here in the third quarter. Two receivers left, one right for Etowah. Reeves to Porter again. Trying to get to the outside. Raiders have him corralled and knocked down in the backfield. Landon Backles back there along with Hank Hudson. 
Great place. It's going to bring up about third and five. And had to step away there for a minute. Our buddy, Corey Allred, who brought us the two hot dogs and a Mountain Dew before the game, just come up here and ask if we needed anything. So checking on us. <laughs> yeah. just Thanks, Corey. Here we go. With the stop, it's now third down. And five for Etowah from their own 45. Raiders with a four-man front. Three receivers for Etowah. Reeves out in the flat, incomplete. Good coverage out there by Hudson and almost picked off by Zachary Keller, but it falls incomplete. Well, after a turnover, that's what you want. You want your defense to step up, hold them out. They picked up one first down, and now it's fourth and five. And Etowah's going to have to punt. Tucker Malin will go back deep for the Raiders. He should put his heels right on about the 19-yard line. Jamison Sissom back in punt formation for Etowah. High snap. Sissom gets it, gets it down, though, and kicks away a great knuckleball that pushes Malin back to the 15. Now back to the 20. Malin to the 25, and that's about as far as he's going to get. No, he's breaking tackles still. Uh-oh, to the 29. He fumbled the ball. Rutherford picks it up, and Rutherford takes it down to the 50-yard line. And they're going to mark Rutherford down at the 50. Okay, so yeah. What a great return from Malin, but as he was going down to the turf, the ball bounced out. And right there waiting on it is Carter Rutherford. And the speedster advances it up to midfield. That's a huge break for us because Tucker Malin was fighting for every yard he got. And you said he looked like that was all he was going to get. Yep. And he was about to break those two tackles, but they stripped the ball. But Carter Rutherford picks it up. First and ten Raiders from midfield. Here's Malin from the diamond. Tripped up at midfield. Nowhere to go. And we got a flag down on this side at the hash. There were three Etowah defenders around Jathan Smith. And I think they may be getting Smith with a hold because the Raiders are the ones backing up. Nope. Shot block. Shot block. So that'll back the Raiders up into their own territory again. Had it in midfield. That's a 15-yard penalty that's going to take the football back to the 35. <laughs> the ball was at the 50, and the referee was walking off the yardage, but he didn't have the football, and he turned around, and <laughs> Big Mostella from Etowah picked it up and was going to throw it to him, and then they hollered at him, and then he dropped it like, oh, I didn't touch it. <laughs> so here's first and 25 for the Raiders. Snap goes through Johnson's hands. He's just going to have to run it. Nowhere to go. He pushes it up to the 36. It'll be a gain of about one. Snap went right through his hands. That snap's coming back there pretty hot. He's only about three yards behind the center. And the snap's coming back there pretty hot. So second down and 24. Diamond formation with Malin and Cone and Hudson around Parker Johnson. 
Johnson straight ahead. Trying to find running room. Picks up a couple up to near the 39. He's got breakaway speed if we can get him to the outside. The little guy's only 5'8", 135, but he runs a 4'4", yeah, I remember a little guy that was about that size. Of course, I wasn't even 5'8", but uh, I didn't have that 4'4 four, four speed either. If he can ever get to the outside, though, yep. he will leave some Blue Devils in the dust. Third down and 22 now for the Raiders. From their own 38-yard line. We're tied at 21 with 5.50 left to go third quarter. Trips to the right, one receiver left. Raiders working left to right. Johnson throws out in the flat to Malin, and he's tackled on the outside. Good stop out there on the island by Dingler, the defensive back. Yeah, we didn't have nowhere to go there. We had two receive, three receivers to this side. Two receivers went out to block. Tucker Malin just kind of ran a little bow, and as soon as he caught the ball, defenders were all over him. So on fourth down, Tyler Cohn will drop back in punt formation for the Raiders. Teal back to receive for Etowal. Now we're set. Cone should hit this about the 25. This one's a good snap. Cone's kick, not so good, though. He shanked it off the side of his foot, and I think they're going to mark it out of bounds near midfield, and they do. They mark it out of bounds at the Etowah 49-yard line. So about an 11-yard punt, actually a 21-yard punt. 12-13, short. Yeah. Etowah will get it at their 49. That's the 51, bro. Okay, yes, right. You're going that way. That's the 51, yeah. Five thirty-seven left to go third quarter. We're tied at 21 between the Raiders and the Blue Devils. Got to come up with another big stop here. Yep. Defense going to have to step up once again. System back-ended quarterback for Etowah. Going to throw it out in the right flat, complete to Bennett. Bennett gets a block, 35-30. Still finding his way down to the 25-yard line is Bennett. Don't see any flags. That'll be an Eva Bank first down for Etowah. I thought there was going to be one over there on that side, maybe a block in the back as Zachary Keller come up and was going to make a play, and it looked like somebody pushed him. I don't see how they didn't see that. Either way, first down Blue Devils now at the 27. First and 10 at Wall from the Raider 27-yard line. Tied at 21. Five minutes left to go third quarter. Here's Porter. Right side. Bagwell's got him. Get some help from Bird. And finally gets him knocked down right about the 25. They'll give him two yards on the carry. And that's just a give off the right side. Porter was lined up on the right side of Sissel. And he just handed it to him. He scampered as far as he could. It's a great play out there by Bird. And Landon Bagwell to cut him off. Second down and eight for Etowah from the Raider 25-yard line. Working right to left as you listen. They'll have trips to the near side to the Good Hope boundary. 
One receiver on their side. Sisson's in trouble. Scrambling away from Smith. Fires complete at the 10-yard line, though. He was able to get that down there to Reeves. Keller on the coverage for the Raiders, but the pass and catch good enough for an Eva Bank first down for Etowal down at the Raider 10-yard line. Well, with Sissom and Reeves, quarterback and receiver, they just swap them out. Hey, I'll throw it to you a couple of times, and then you come play quarterback and throw it to me a couple of times. So it's first and goal for Etowah now for the Raider 10-yard line. Four receivers, three right, one left. Sissom across the middle, incomplete, trying to find Bennett on a post route. Bagwell was there on the coverage for the Raiders. Bagwell was there, and Hank Hudson was backing up into it. He led him a little too much right there, like he had a step on the inside. We've got to have somebody that's playing that middle part of the field. Step up there and pick that one off and take it the other way. So it's second down and goal for Etowah. Again, three receivers left, one right. Porter. Play action to him. It's Sissom on a keeper. Breaks one tackle at the 12 to the 10 to the 5. Puts the ball across the plane. Is he in? Nope, they're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the one-yard line. He tried to hold the football out and get it across the pylon, but the official said he went out of bounds at the one-yard line, so it'll be third down and goal now. That was a great stop out there on the corner. Landon Bagwell and Tucker Malin. Now we're going to get in a goal line set. It is third down and goal for Etowah from the Raider one-yard line. They move Reeves back to quarterback. Porter to his right. Reeves looking in the end zone. Everybody's covered. He's scrambling to the near side. All day chasing him. He fires in the end zone and finds a wide open Bennett. But there's penalty flags in the end zone. There's an offensive lineman at the goal line. Yep. And another one over here on the one. It is going to be... Ineligible receiver downfield for the Blue Devils. And that's what happens a lot of times with these, a lot of offensive and teams in college football and high school and even in the pros run that, what they call a run pass option. And if the quarterback decides he's going to pass, nobody hollers up front to the lineman and says, Hey, it's a pass. It's a pass. They're playing run the whole way. The offensive lineman thinks it's a run play and he goes down the field. And it ends up being offensive lineman downfield. But the call just then from the White Hat is offensive, offensive pass, pass interference. And that'll be a 15-yard yep. penalty. Fairview leads West Point 42-7. to I thought it was a 15-yard penalty. They're putting the ball down on the 11-yard line. Must just be a 10-yard penalty. I thought pass interference was 15, but maybe that's college. So we'll redo third down and goal for Etowah now. From the 10, Reeves looking right, looking right. Everybody's covered. We're chasing him in the backfield. He escapes, looks in the end zone. Now the Raiders are going to get him. They're going to sling him down way back at the 23-yard line. Carson Hollis, the 5'9", 155-pound freshman, was back there along with Seth Loggins and Landon Bagwell for the Raiders. That's huge. And that's going to be fourth and goal from the 22 now.
So they're going to send Mostella on to attempt a field goal. They'll put this down at the 28-yard line. So this will be a 38-yard attempt from the near hash. Snap is good. Places down. Kick is up and short. It is no good. The Raiders hold. It was first and goal at a wall from the 10. Then they had it third and goal from the 1. And they try the field goal, and it's no good. That's big for that Raider D. That's a great stop by the Raider defense. Like you said, third and goal from the 1. And then a couple of plays. They end up backing them up. They try a field goal. It's no good. Now it's first down Raiders from the 22-yard line. Diamond formation again for the Raiders. Parker Johnson in their quarterback. Receivers either side. Straight ahead to Malin. Fighting across the 25 up to the 26-yard line is Tucker Malin. That's just a lead play out of that diamond off the right side. Tucker Malin picks up about four. Three minutes left in the third period. We've got to got to move the ball here a little bit, even yeah. if it's just to, to flip the field. Need to give your defense a little bit of a break, too. Yes. And try to capture them. That big stop. A good long drive here by the offense and points would be huge for the Raider offense. One to give that defense a rest, too. Here's second down and six. Inside the cone. Cone across the 30. And up to the 33-yard line is Tyler Cone. He'll be close to the first down marker. Depending on where they spot that. That's touching the 32. What are they going to do? They're looking over there now. That's got to be real close. How about let's measure one one time? Nope. The officials are signaling. Yeah. Nope. Well, wait a second. Now they're... Yeah, he, he, I thought he motioned for them to move the chains. He did. He did. Okay. The white hat never, never goes to midfield and points first down. I never. know. He stands back 15 yards behind the offensive line and just camps out right there. Yeah, and that's something... I mean, you never see the white hat take control of the ball game. He makes yep. all the calls and he lets everybody know what's going on. Pretty not laid to, back. Not tonight. First and 10 for the Raiders on the Eva Bank first down. Here's Cone, right side, breaking tackles. Up to the 36-yard line is Cone. He'll have four on the carry. Just a little, like a lead play to the right side that time. Tyler Cone's the back on the left side of Parker Johnson. He follows his blockers this way, makes it to the outside, and picks up about four. We got to bust out of that diamond here in just a second and run a little play action. I think we could hit somebody deep because they're playing us man-to-man on the outside. We had success into the first half throwing the ball. Raiders have been all run so far here second half. Still tied at 21. Second down and four for the Raiders. Here's Malin. Out of the diamond, nowhere to go. Smothered again in there by Big Mostella at six foot three oh nine. Well, when he tackles you, folks, he puts all of his weight on you. When he's got you going down to the ground, his arms and legs just come up, and he's going to put that three oh nine weight on yeah, it ain't not anybody out here on this field can carry him on their back any any bit. So when he does that, you're going down to the ground. Here is third down and six for the Raiders from their own 36 yard line. We need a first down here. Diamond formation around Johnson. 
Play action. Johnson on an option. Now he's in trouble. He's yeah. going to be knocked out in the backfield. He'll lose about eight yards as he's pushed way back into the backfield that time by Yetawal. That was Stephen Thomas shooting back there for the Blue Devils, and it's fourth down and long again for the Raiders. Yeah, he lost about 13 or 14 yards on that play, so it's going to bring Tyler Cohn out here once again. Fourth down and 17 for the Raiders from their own 26-yard line. Cone back in punt formation. Gets away a high end-over-end kick. Goes out of bounds at the Etowah 44-yard line. So we don't flip the field on them much, but at least they'll start on that side of midfield. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband to provide our internet connection for the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. Cyber Broadband providing high-speed internet to rural Coleman County, downtown, and the industrial parks since 2004. Hats off to our concession stand gang, too. Had a hot dog pregame. That sucker was good. I've been craving a hot dog for some reason for so long. Last time we were here, they were sold out. Got me one tonight pregame. If they got any more left over, we'll get some at the end of the game tonight. Here's first and ten for Etowah. Pitch and catch is good on the outside out there to Teal. Oh, now they say it was incomplete. No, no, no. He passes complete into the third quarter. Into the third quarter, yeah. At the end of three, we're tied at 21. Back in a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256 256- 255-3693. K&K Logging, proud supporter of Good Hope Athletics. I just love the sound of the music. You lived it. You still love it. Online and on our app. James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. The Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight. We got a good one as we begin the fourth quarter. Raiders and Blue Devils tied at 21. It's second down and six for Edwall from their own 49-yard line. Busted play. System wants to throw. Now he's going to run it. Bird has him on the outside. He breaks away from Bird, gets away from Bagwell, and slips out of bounds at about the Raider 40-yard line. That'll be an Eva Bank first down for Etowah. Yeah, he's just so hard to so hard to tackle and just even contain. When System gets on the outside, he's such an athletic kid. I mean, he can pump fake you one time, get your feet moving one way, and then just use his athleticism to run around you. It is first and ten for the Blue Devils. 
from the Raider 43-yard line. We're tied at 21, just beginning the fourth quarter here from Good Hope. Inside run that time from Duncan. And he's hit in there by Keller and Bagwell. But he picked up about five yards on the carry for the Blue Devils. Now, Etowah starting to go quick. No huddle offense. They're back at the line of scrimmage, ready to go. Two receivers either side as they work left to right. Same play to Duncan again. Duncan up the middle. And he gets close to the first down marker before Callahan Lindsey can knock him down to the turf. I think he'll be about a yard short. It'll be third down and one. And they're right back up there again, ready to run another play. Sism in the shotgun. It's Duncan again right up the middle. Raiders stack him up at the line of scrimmage that time. Lindsey was in there putting the lick on him. As is Zachary... Our Zepp Smith, Zach Keller's in there. And also I see Isaiah Owen getting off the bottom of the pile for the Raiders. And they didn't give him the first down. It's going to be fourth and about one here. Yep, it is fourth and one from the Raider 33-yard line. The Raiders held him last time on the goal line. Let's see what Good Hope can do here from the 33-yard line. Fourth down and one for Etowah. Plenty of time on the play clock. Sissom's got twins either side. Fakes it to Duncan, keeps him himself. He's got the first down to the 30. He just got his yardage and went down to the turf. But it's an Eva Bank first down for the Blue Devils. I thought that was kind of odd, too. He had a lane. He picked up the first down and then just went down on his knees. First and 10, Etowah from the Raider 30. Tied at 21 with 10-20 left to play. Sissom looking left. Throws outside to Teal. It's taken away by the Raiders. Cone has it going the other way. And he's slung out of bounds by Sissom. That'll be a 15-yard penalty out of bounds. Raiders are helping Cone up off the far sideline. He was out of bounds. Poor sportsmanship over there from Jamison Sissom. He was frustrated for the interception. Cone was way out of bounds and just got slung around. The play was made by number 11, Tyler Bird. He had the completion to his receiver. Tyler Bird was flying out there from his outside linebacker spot. He put his hand on the ball. The ball punched punched right out, right into the hands of Tyler Cohn. That was a great hustle play by Tyler Bird, and Tyler Cohn did what he could, got it up the sidelines, and like you said, that's a poor play by Sissimo. He was a good three, four yards out of bounds when he slung him over there, and Bo Shiree is tending to Tyler Cone over here on the near sideline. Cone did come up, get up, and come to the near sideline before he went down the turf to be checked out by Bo Shiree. We'll keep an eye on him. And now they're giving us the 15 yards for the late hit out of bounds. It's going to put the ball at the 44-yard line of the Blue Devils. You can put a stop to that kind of player real quick when you eject the player that did that. I disagree with a lot of the targeting in college football because it is just making plays. Stuff like that after the whistle is what yep. you need to be ejected for. Here's Hank Hudson coming the near side. Hudson gets a block and is knocked out of bounds at the 40-yard line. That'll be a gain of four for the Raiders. Now we've got Hank Hudson down right here on the sideline. Yep. Hank Hudson went down right on the sideline. He's partially inbounds and partially out of bounds. Yeah, you, 
got to stop play right here, official. I mean, they did stop play, but it looked like he was trying to say slide him off a little bit more. Yeah. No, you don't move the guy till he's ready to move. He's right off on the sidelines. Okay. Hank, yeah. Hank Hudson's up and ready to go now. It'll be second down and five for the Raiders from the Blue Devil 39-yard line. Here's second down and four for the Raiders. Johnson out in the flat to Rutherford. Rutherford makes the nice. catch, slips away from one tackler, and is going to be close to the first down marker at the 35-yard line. That's a good-looking play. We finally get a little play action, and Parker Johnson finds Carter Rutherford on the outside. He was able to make the catch, and it's third down, and they're going to say it is third and inches. Yeah, they put I mean, it. that's got to be close <laughs> enough to measure. If I'm Coach Scott, I'm going to make you measure that. Yeah, I don't see how you couldn't measure that. The first down marker is on the 34. The ball's touching the 34. But nonetheless, they're going to say it's third and short for the Raiders. I don't know how you can. I thought as a coach you could ask for a measurement. I thought you could, too. Straight ahead this time, Drake. Yeah. Drake is down to the 34. That will be good enough for Aniva Bank. First down for the Raiders. Yeah, just a little straight up the middle play. Handed it to Drake. He was able to lower his head. And that's a pitiful spot. They have marked that ball short. Short. There's no way he was short. The official on this side of the field is telling him, hey, guys, that's a first down. I mean, you don't want to measure the last one. That's one thing. But this has got to be a first down. Yeah, the official on this side marked it as a first down, told him to move it. The guy that put the ball down put it down a foot and a half behind where he had his foot. Now the official on the other side is coming up saying, no, I had it right here. If nothing else, then you do need to measure it. Yeah. Yeah, let's measure it and see, guys, just just to be sure. And now it is signaled at Eva Bank first down the first time tonight. I, I, I see you taking back. Don't fall out of your seat, Bubba. Don't fall out. It's not the big one. I know the white hat signaled first down, but you can get through it. Hang in there. That's exactly what I was fixing to say. For the first time tonight, the white hat had stepped up and said first down. He's like, if y'all can't handle this, I'm going to step in here and do it for a change. Yeah. First and 10 for the Raiders now on the Eva Bank first down from their own 34. Raiders need a touchdown here, man. Wins either side now for Johnson. Rutherford on the sweep. Breaking tackles and down to the 30, giving four on the carry. Fairview leads West Point, 42-7. Cherokee County leads Hansville, 42-0. It's going to be second and looks like about six here. Last we saw, Susan Moore was still leading Vinemont. 28 to 6. Don't know if that's changed or not. We're tied at 21 here at Good Hope with eight minutes left to go in the ballgame. Raiders are driving at the Blue Devil 30. Here's Cone, left side, down to the 27 yard line. Good to see Tyler Cone back out there. He must have stretched yep. out whatever it was, or he just got into the hands of Bo Shiree. Couldn't be yep. in better hands and took that ball for about four yards. Going to bring up about third and four now from 
the 28th. Big third down for the Raider offense. I feel we're in four down territory, though. Tied at 21 with 7.25 left to play. First start tonight for the freshman Parker Johnson. 5'8", 135 after Colton Watley was injured last week at Fairview. Prayers and best wishes for speedy healing there for Colton. Here's Johnson Good on a keeper down to the 25. He'll be close. He'll be about a yard shy, folks. It'll be fourth down and one for the Raider offense. Yeah, he marked that one back now. Looks like at about the 26. That'll make it fourth and a long two. Susan Moore leading Vinemont 35-16. to 16. Need to check in on Fultondale and Adiana, too, because, boy, Fultondale's been the head turner in the region this year. Here's fourth and two for the Raider offense. From the Blue Devil 26-yard line, we're going to go four wide. Now we call Cone back in the backfield. We're going to have to call a timeout. Split backs. Oh, and we do. Yeah. Coach Witcher's upset. We lined up in the wrong formation. Felt like we had him. Yeah, but a smart play, though. You got to call a timeout there. We got to come up with this first down, get the play call in. A couple of guys lined up in the wrong spot. So instead of trying to rush everybody back and snap it quick, call a timeout and get everybody together on the same page, and let's pick up this first down. Over in... Adiana. Adiana now leads Fultondale. 23 to 22. What a game that's turned into. Okay, that says first quarter. Yeah, they just have it updated. updated. (laughs) The scores have changed. It was 13-12. Surely they're not still in the first quarter over there. Jeremy Hyde's going nuts on the radio if they are. We've got 6-23 left to go here. We're tied at 21. And the Raiders are facing a big fourth down and two from the Etowah 26-yard line. We originally came out with twins either side, and we were going to shift Cone in the backfield. That's the way they'll line up now. Two receivers to the near side, to the home side. One receiver across the way. Drake and Cone stand on either side of Johnson. Cone on a sweep to the left side, down to the 23-yard line. Has he got enough? He'll be close. And the official down here acts like there wasn't even a play. No flag. I thought our offensive line I thought they moved, did. I thought but they I did didn't too. see a flag. I didn't either. But why are they? Wait a minute. Why is Etowah running on the field like we didn't get the first down and it's their ball? And the official hasn't made a call either way. He blew the play dead while Cone was running the ball. Cone carried the ball enough for a first down. If there was a penalty, because there's no flag. No. But if they're saying there was a penalty, then we get to do fourth down again. Yep, exactly but right. But the official has already signaled it's Etowah football, and their offense is coming on the field. He's marking Two, off a five-yard penalty. Four, five. So it'll be fourth down and six for Good Hope. Yeah, it's still our ball. Yeah, I mean, it's still our ball. If you accept the penalty, yeah, then you don't get the play. And it's a dead ball penalty, false start, so therefore there is no play. So it's our ball, fourth down and six, and they've already moved the chains on the other side. Wow. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. 
official over there on that side who's supposed to be keeping those guys in check has got to keep that in play, too, because now... Yeah, where was the first down marker at? Where's the first down marker supposed to be? They don't have replay here, and and you can't decline a penalty that is a dead ball foul, which illegal procedure is. You because can't decline that penalty. So, yeah, I mean... If you do decline it, the results of the play is a first down to good hope in my book. Because Tyler Cohn carried for a True. first down. True, but you can't even, that play never happens, what they're saying. He blew the whistle, threw the flag, false start, play never happened. The officials are back at midfield discussing the penalty. Fair, fair view. The Etowah coaching staff across the way thinks it's their football. And there's no way in the world it is. It still should be fourth down for the Raiders. Exactly. I was thinking of Fairview because I just saw their score. 42-7 over West Point. Susan Moore leads Vinemont. 35-16. Aniana up on Fultondale. 23-22. The officials still talking at the 31-yard line. It was fourth down and two for the Raiders. Tyler Cohn carried the ball for a first down. I thought our offensive line moved, but there's not a flag on the field. But that doesn't surprise me tonight with this officiating crew because they haven't signaled what calls were, and only twice they've signaled actual first down like a white hat does. But I think they want to say it was a false start because they backed the football up five yards. Right. But they're still discussing this at the 31-yard line. Yes. The Etowah offense is on the field. And I I would like to have an explanation as to how it would be their ball. Yeah, a false start penalty is a dead ball penalty. Exactly. So you back them up five yards. It'll be fourth down and six for the Raiders. Right. Coach Scott, I get my offensive play called right now. I get to the line of scrimmage, and as soon as they spot this ball back... We're you run, you run, you play. Because Etowah thinks it's their ball. They're out there celebrating, dancing around like it's their ball. Now the, they're saying the official is. says that they declined the penalty. Yeah. How do you decline? You can't decline the dead ball penalty. The dead ball penalty. Coach Scott and, uh, yeah, wants exactly. to have a conversation. That's exactly what he wants to tell the official. Yeah. Can't decline a false start. Coach Scott is having a conversation with the officials out there. Tap Dillashaw's out there with him. He's got a good argument. Yeah, and if you're going to decline it, then you got to move the ball five yards that way. I can't sort this one out, folks. Been around football a long time. And this is one of those that just doesn't really make sense. Coach Scott's going to lose the argument somehow. It looks like, okay, I think I saw the white hat due to his to his hips. As if, he, as if the call was offsides instead of false start. Then it should be first down good hope because Tyler Cohn carried it enough for a first down and they didn't even measure. Offsides on us. If we lined up offsides, and that penalty is can be, can be declined. I saw him put his hands on his hips 
talking to Coach Scott right there. So that's what the call was. It was or what, offsides or on what us. made the call be after the fact because yeah. it was never a flag to begin with. And the first indication True. was True. procedure. That's got to be a holding call. My goodness. Yeah. Steph Smith's jersey was being almost pulled off of him, and he was written in the backfield. Nothing there. Folks, I, I promise you, I call a game like I said. I'm not leaning. Yeah, we're the good old Raiders sports network. We kind of call it from that angle. But if I see us holding a guy like that, I'm going to say the same thing. <laughs> Me too. Second down and 10 for Etowah. Clock is now the factor. Six minutes left to go in this one. We're tied at 21. They're going to send Sisso split out to the right side. Reeves in their quarterback. He's going to go to Duncan up the middle. Nice. Duncan for one yard for Bagwell. Can get him down to the turf along with Isaiah Owen. So now it's a big third down for this Raider defense. Third down and eight. For Etowah from their own 27-yard line. And it looks like we got double coverage out here on system number two. Here's third and eight for the Blue Devils. Play action pass. They're going to go to system. It's high. Almost picked off down there by Keith. The pass went through system's hands a little bit behind him. And now it's fourth down and long for Etowah. Another big defensive stand for the Raider defense. Yeah, and we're lucky. I talked about how we got double coverage down here on System, but he was wide open on that post route. Yeah. The pass was just a little high. We had him doubled up, and he still was able to get get wide open. So on fourth down and eight, System's going to drop back in punt formation. Tucker Malum goes back for the Raiders, standing at his own 40. 524 left to go. Sissom kicks it away from Malin to the left side. It hits at the 35 and goes out of bounds at the 33-yard line. There's going to be a penalty flag back here on Etowah. Landon Bagwell was being held on the ground by L.J. Mostella. That should give the Raiders 10 more yards on the punt. Back them up, make them punt it again, or you take 10 off the end of it. I would take the 10 here because anything can happen on a punt. So, 5.15 left to play. And that's what we're going to do. Going to take the 10 on this end. It looks like that's 15. He's marking off 15 yards. So that's going to put the ball at the at the 51. <laughs> it's going to be our ball on the 49, on our 49. Raider football at their own 49-yard line. 5.15 left to go. We're tied at 21. First and 10 for the Raiders. Twins either side. Parker Johnson in the backfield, the quarterback. Drake beside him. Straight ahead to the 50-yard line. Yep. Not much right up the middle. They've got the big man, Mostella. Talked about him all night. Six foot 309. Playing shade to the right or left of the center. It's hard to move him out of the way. Clock is rolling. 450 left to play. Tied at 21. Huge region game, both for the Raiders and for the Blue Devils. The 
winner of this one keeps their playoff hopes alive. The loser could still have a shot, but boy, Fultondale's turning heads. Cherokee County's the dominant team in the region by far. Here's second and nine for the Raiders. Drake trying to get to the corner. He runs down to the 45-yard line. That'll be a gain of six. It'll bring up third down and four for the Raiders. Yeah, just a little sweet play this way. Drake couldn't make the corner, but he did a great job of putting his foot in the ground and cutting back up in the inside. Picked up about four or five yards. Raiders Big third down here. Raiders using clock. We're now under four minutes to play. Third down and four for the Raiders. Tied at 21. Twins either side. Hancock and Cone right. Rutherford and Malin left. Drake to the left of Johnson. Ooh. Give it to Drake in the backfield, and he's hit as soon as he touches the football. Nowhere to go for Mason Drake in the backfield, and that'll bring up fourth down and nine for the Raiders. We've had success throwing the ball against them, but we chose to run it there on fourth or third down and four, so that'll bring up fourth down. Tyler Cohn's going to go back in punt formation for the Raiders. Yeah, it's like a couple of these plays. They know the play just as well as we do because yeah. they're in the backfield before we can even get the ball to our running back. Wall takes a quick timeout. We'll take it with them back in a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Or actually, we'll keep it right here. We'll welcome those of you listening who have been listening to Susan Moore and Vinemont on Coleman's Live 95.5 FM's Friday Night Live. Welcome to James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. It is homecoming night 2023 here at Good Hope. Deborah Williams was named homecoming queen. And boy, we've had a great ball game tonight. We're tied at 21 with 316 left to go here in the game. Deborah Mitchell was a homecoming queen. Deborah Mitchell, I said Williams, it's Deborah Mitchell. Tied at 21. Between the Good Hope Raiders and the Etowah Blue Devils here. A big region game taking place at Good Hope. 316 left to play. It is fourth down at eight for the Raiders. Raiders started a freshman quarterback tonight after the injury to their senior quarterback, Colton Watley. And Etowah has nobody deep here. Fourth and eight. Tyler Cohn in punt formation should hit this about his 40. He gets off a high end over end kick. His best punt of the night nice. by far. It hits at the 15 and is going to roll down to the 11-yard line. So, if is going to put points on the board, they got to go 89 yards in three minutes and six seconds. This Raider defense has been stingy and held them on a couple of forced downs. We need a huge Raider defensive stand here. Yep, got to make a big stop here. Don't let anybody behind you. If they catch it in front of you, so be it. Make the tackle. You can't let anybody get behind you right here. First and 10 for the Blue Devils from their own 11-yard line. System to Duncan. Duncan, big hole, 20, 25, 30, 35, 39-yard line is Duncan. That's an Eva Bank first down and a huge run on the first play. And Carson Hollis might have saved a touchdown right there making that tackle for the Raiders. First and 10 for the Blue Devils now from their own 40. 2.45 left to go. Etowah in no hurry. Raiders with a three-man front. Four backers in there. Sissom. 
Fakes it to Duncan. Rolls to the right side. Fires across the middle. Incomplete. Good play action as Sweet dove in there on Duncan. And then Sissom rolled out and tried to catch Sweeten there. Pass falls incomplete. And it's a good thing it did, too, because there was nobody between Sweeten and the goal line. Threw it a little bit behind him, so we've got to got to keep our head on the swivel. When he puts the ball in the running back's belly, doesn't mean he's going to give it to him. we got to keep our eyes on those receivers. Second down and 10 for Etowah now. 2.32 left to play, tied at 21. You're listening to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Now on Coleman's Live 95.5 FM. Here's Sissom under pressure. He goes down on his own. He goes down on his own. Tyler Bird was pressuring him in the backfield. Guillermo Alday was back there. And Sissom just slipped and fell down to the turf on his own. Boy, that's a huge loss back there for the Blue Devils. That's a huge loss. And Sissom went down on his knees. And Tyler Bird was rushing in. And when Tyler got to him and he went to his knees, Tyler just put his hands on him. And Sissom did a LeBron James act like he got knocked cuckoo and then comes up crying to the official. But Tyler Bird did nothing wrong. He was running full speed. He just stopped and put his hands on him. Didn't even hardly push him or nothing. And he just did a flop. But no call. So it's third and it looks like about 24. Third and 24 for the Blue Devils now from back at their own 29-yard line. System to throw. It's a screen pass to Duncan. Lindsey's out there and makes the stop. (laughs) Callahan, Lindsey. Red screen pass the whole way. The play only gains a yard. It'll now be fourth down and 20. That's great heads-up football by Callahan Lindsey from his linebacker spot. Read what they were trying to do. Got the screen out to the running back. He didn't bite on anything. Followed the play, went over there and made the tackle. Great job, Callahan Lindsey. It is fourth down and 20. And the Etowah sideline wants the clock to be rolling. The clock was not rolling. The clock had stopped. The clock should have rolled unless the Raiders took a timeout because he was tackled in the field of play. Yes, he was tackled. I agree. The, the clock should have still been running. And the stop clock's running now, and <laughs> the officials are talking. So Maybe they're running it down to where it should be. Well, got to stop it sometime. I mean... Clock is rolling now. Minute 10 seconds left to go. Raiders will get one more shot at it. We're tied at 21 with 55 seconds left to go. And they're going to let this finally. Now the Raiders take a timeout. Yeah, they were the officials were out there talking, and the clock was still running after it had been stopped for about 10 seconds, and no word was said, no motion, hey, run it down to this, whatever's going on, who knows. Coach Scott Wisey takes a timeout as he saw it ticking down. There was still a lot of time left on the play clock because once they started rolling the clock late, but then they reset the play clock, yep. so therefore they had another 40 seconds. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband to provide our internet connection for the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. Fairview wins over West Point. Cherokee County blanks Hansville 55 to nothing. 
Azusa Moore defeated Vine Mutt 35 to 16. Here where we are at Good Hope. We're tied at 21 with 51 seconds left in this one. Ed Walls in punt formation on fourth and 20. It's a low snap as system gets away a kick. It is going to hit at the Raider 48. Be picked up by Malin at the 40. And he punches it back up to the 48 yard line. So the Raiders are 52 yards away from the end zone and getting a win over the Etowah Blue Devils. They've only beaten Etowah one time. That came back in 2021 over at their place. This is only the fourth time the Raiders and the Blue Devils have met. Raiders are 1-2, and two, trying to even up the series and get a win in the region. The Raiders are 0-1 in the region. Need a win tonight. They're 52 yards away and 42 seconds. Trips to the right for Parker Johnson. Rutherford split left. Johnson on a quarterback draw. Picks up two yards to midfield. And we're running a hurry up. But 28 seconds, 27. We're going to spike the ball to stop the clock. That'll bring up third down now for the Raiders. 24 seconds left to play. Tied at 21. Raiders have it in midfield. Working toward the south end of the field here. To our left or your left as you listen. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Raiders and Blue Devils. It's been a good one. We've got 24 seconds left. Can the Raiders pull out a big win? They scored to end the first half in dramatic fashion. Hank Hudson on the carry. Hudson 45. Hudson down to the 41-yard line. And the Raiders have an injured player down on the field. Looks like it's Hudson again. And the official was down in the middle of the field, too. The white hat was laying on his back. A couple of Raiders had to help him up. I missed what happened to him. Hank Hudson being stretched out for a calf uh, calf cramp on the near sideline. Kind of good thing, I guess, for the Raiders. It isn't collegiate football. They'd run time off the clock for an offensive injury yeah. near the end of the game. Coach Scott and Coach Witcher are already telling the offense to get up there in the line of scrimmage and get set to spike the football. They haven't even got the chain set on the far side yet. Where's the chain? Set the chains. The chain's got to move. Now they're starting the clock and the chains aren't even set. Here's the Raiders. Play action to Cone Johnson for three yards. Uh, we're just going to let it run out here. Clock is going to expire. Well, we may get it. We, spike, we, yeah, we spiked it. Raiders are able to spike it with two seconds left. So, Daniel, you're at practice every Wednesday. I know they go through one of these end-of-the-game plays. Did you see anything this week at practice Wednesday? No, because I didn't get a chance to put my play in. I <laughs> got you. My play is you get three receivers on, on one side. Uh, a guy lined up, say, tight end on the other side. The quarterback rolls to the side of the three receivers. 
gets ready, runs up as far as he can, and he's going to chunk the ball all the way to the end zone, except he throws it across the field to the other side. He's got one player who runs straight across the field going to the other side. That's my play. Here's the last play of regulation. And Etowah's going to take a timeout. We'll take a quick one with him back in a moment. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband, supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. The fight song playing in the background. The chop playing for the Raiders. Here's the end of regulation. We got two seconds left. We'll have trips to the white. One receiver left. High snap to Johnson. He gathers it down. Throws it to Malin. On a receiver screen. Malin 30, 25, 20. Malin down to the 22-yard line and knocked out of bounds. Regulation will end on a pitch and catch from Johnson to Malin. And we're going to overtime here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Overtime is next when Raider football continues. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs. K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging, proud supporter of Good Hope. I don't know, they're contemporary. They're not like everybody else. Live! 95.5. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95, Tommy Warhurst, alongside my brother Daniel. We started the evening tonight on the Boombox, the all-80s channel from Coleman's Live 95. And now, just like they do at ESPN, when one game ends, boom, they shift it over there to another one. Now we're on the big stick here at 95.5 FM, WRJMLP, Coleman, Alabama. And now imagine all the games are over besides ours, right? Fairview is still going on. Okay. Up. Let's look back here. Last I saw, it was Fairview 42-14. Okay. So, overtime procedure in high school football. They'll flip the coin, and you'll get an option to go on offense or defense first, and then the other team will pick their end of the field. The procedure, both teams will get the ball from the 10-yard line. Whoever gets the ball first, if they go in and score, then the other team gets the ball. They get an opportunity. And you do it till somebody wins. I don't have anywhere to be till 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> when we'll be on Beyond the Scoreboard locally 
on TV 25 in Coleman. You can also watch that on the All About Coleman Facebook page or on the WCQT TV Facebook page. It's Beyond the Scoreboard tomorrow morning with Lexi Anderson and myself where we recap high school football from around Coleman County. Visit with coaches and show highlights. That's tomorrow on Beyond the Scoreboard. Looks like we won the toss and we decided to play defense first, which is what what you normally do. That's exactly right. So we're gonna and it looks like we're gonna be in on the south end of the of the stadium going into the south end zone. So that's where both teams will get the ball from the ten yard line. We'll be on defense first. And a wall wanted to go away from that Raider band. The band sets on the north end of the stadium. Overtime play will take place on the south end. The open ends here at James W. Shable Stadium. Raider fans on their feet, urging on their defense. What a performance tonight by this Raider football team. Coming in with a freshman quarterback who's never started a varsity game, taking over for the senior Colton Watley, who was injured last week. And what you got to watch right here, I'm thinking if they're going to put Reeves at quarterback, and they're going to throw it up to system once they get a little closer. Now system is at quarterback, so we still got to watch these quick slants they like to throw. Etowah will have four wide, three left, one right. Duncan in the backfield. System on a keeper. Keller's got him in the backfield. Four Raiders are going to sack him back at the 25-yard line. They'll lose 15 yards. What a play by number nine, Zachary Keller. Got back there in the backfield, and Isaiah Owen was back there with him. Guillermo Alday and Colton Lindsey, Callahan Lindsey also back there. That's a huge loss. Great stop by the Raiders. So now it's second down and goal as we're in overtime here from Good Hope. Tied at 21. They keep Sissom at quarterback. They're from their own 25. Four wide. Sissom looking deep. Now he throws underneath to Duncan. Lindsey makes the stop on Duncan. At about the 15 and he falls forward down to the 12. But it'll be third down and goal now for Etowah. Raider fans on their feet. They've been quiet most of the night, but they're not quiet now. They're on their feet as it's third down and goal for the Blue Devils. Sissom going to roll to his right. Gets good protection. Raiders are covering downfield. He throws in the end zone complete down there in the end zone to Kyle Reeves for the touchdown. Yep. Reeves, he was about, he was the first receiver off tackle on the right side, closest one to us. And he ran, well, what I used, one of my favorite routes, a post corner. He broke on the post, and then we got to the middle of the field, put his foot down, and went back to the corner, and Sissom put it on him. So now Mostella. On for the point after for Etowah. This one is huge. Etowah has just taken the lead in overtime. Snap is down. Kick is up. I think he missed it. I think he missed it. Oh, wow. They say it's good. I'm sorry, folks. It looked like it was shanked left. It just it went hard. Like when you pull one bad to the left side, that's what it looked like. 
but the officials say the kick was good. So with that, Etowah takes a 28-21 lead over the Raiders. Now the Raiders get a chance to go on offense and see if they can answer back. Parker Johnson will be in there at quarterback. Diamond formation around him. Running backs on either side and behind him from the shotgun. Inside the cone. Tyler Cone spinning and fighting his way down to the seven-yard line. Give him three on the carry. And just a lead play off the left side. Picks up three. And we're staying in that diamond formation. It'll be second down and go for the Raiders. From the seven, we're in overtime. Etowah just took the lead. They scored on their first possession, made it 28-21. Here's the Raiders now. Twins right with Rutherford and Hancock. Diamond formation. High snap to Johnson. He gets it down to Cone, but nowhere to go. The snap was high. Johnson had to leap to gather it in. And by the time he put it in the belly of Cone, Etowah was in the backfield been high snaps all night tonight. And you know what? Watley and yeah, Parker Parker Johnson are about the same height, so it's not really a, uh, a height difference, you wouldn't think, for the center. It could be an adrenaline thing, or it could be that Johnson is a little bit closer. Watley was playing deeper. He was. Watley was playing yeah. deep in a shotgun yeah. pass. Johnson is, is a little bit closer in the diamond. Yeah. Here we go. Third down and goal for the Raiders. Same formation. And Etowah wants to take a quick timeout. Well, we got two plays to get in. Yep. I mean, it's it's just third down, but we got two plays to score. Hopefully we can put something together here where we don't have to go to fourth down. Yeah. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our internet connection for the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734-1077. Cyber Broadband, providing high-speed internet to rural Coleman County since 2004. They also serve the industrial parks in downtown. They're the ones who get us our high-speed internet signal so that we can bring high school football to you in crystal clear digital quality here on Coleman's Live 95. Here's third down and goal in overtime for the Raiders from the 10. Diamond formation around Johnson. Receivers either side. Johnson wants to throw. And he was hit in the back. The pass went right into the hands of Etowah's Bradley Pledger. Pledger could not have had that pass delivered to him any better, and he dropped it. And he dropped it. Would have been ball game, everything over right then. And he dropped it, so we've got a fourth down play. we got to get it in the end zone. And luckily, Parker Johnson's not hurt because he yep. had a defender running wide open to his backside. He never saw him. Yep. He was hit dead in the back, got the pass away, but it fell incomplete. The ball game will be up next. It'll be fourth down and goal. Raiders take a timeout. Back in a moment. Live 95.5. I think it's great, man. Coleman's 
Live 95. Beautiful. Back on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. Overtime from James W. Shable Stadium in Good Hope. Edwall got the ball first in overtime. And score took the lead 28-21. Here's the final play for the Raiders. Fourth down and goal. Trips right. One receiver left for Parker Johnson from the shotgun. Johnson looking right. Firing in the end zone. Nope. Incomplete. He wanted to hit Malin over there on a the post. Malin was open. The pass just a little bit long. Etowal gets a win over the Raiders. 28-21. to 21. Tried to run the little combo route with the three receivers to the far side and Malin running. Well, I said my favorite route, a post corner, goes in and cuts back to the outside. Just wasn't able to put it on him. Parker Johnson had a heavy rush coming at him that time, too. Just wasn't able to complete the pass. What a big night, though, for the Raiders. Boy, they took this one right down to overtime from an impressive Etowah squad coming in here. Etowah gets the win, 28-21 over the Raiders. The Raiders will be home again next week. They'll host Addison as the Bulldogs come to town next week in a non-county or non-region game. Just always a good rivalry there with the Addison Bulldogs. And then after that, it's all region games the rest of the way for the Raiders. On October the 6th, they'll be at Hansfield. Then they're back home against Asheville on the 13th, and they close out with two region road games, October 20th at Fultondale and October 27th at Aniana. Daniel, we got to pick a Warhurst Team Realtors Raider of the Week. I've got an idea. Well, go ahead with yours. If you put it on me every week, and sometimes, <laughs> oh, now, sometimes now, now you catch, you're going to put it back on me. Sometimes huh? you catch me off guard, I, but most of the time we're in the same. So I, I'll agree with anything you say. What are I, you thinking? I think I'm going to go with Hank Hudson after the first half Hudson had. He caused, he had three sacks, caused a fumble or two, and was responsible for the Raiders getting a touchdown and so in the first half. So I'm going to go with Hank Hudson, okay. our Warhurst Team Realtors Raider of the Week. So congratulations to you, Hank. You'll be presented with your medal on Wednesday at practice. Hank Hudson, the Warhurst Team Realtors Raider of the Week. Well, for my brother Daniel, I'm Tommy Warhurst saying so long and thanks for listening to Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95. The Good Hope Raiders Sports Network is presented by K&K Logging. And Raider football is brought to you in part by Cyber Broadband, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer of State Farm, Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Automotive Service, Paul McDonald Trucking, Budget Blinds, H&S Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, Coleman Electric Co-op, Coleman Appliance Repair, Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, Denton Seamless Gutters, Zaxby's, Rock and Roll Sushi, and my team, the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. So long, everybody. Now we'll send you back to the studio and Friday night no, not Friday Night Live. This has been Friday Night Live. I did that two weeks ago. We're gonna send, boy, that was that was gonna be good too, and I just blew it. We're gonna send you back to the studio now and Funkadelic Friday on Coleman's Live ninety five. Good night, everybody.
Yeah.